Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. James Farley. Hello. No Matt Murray this week. He is busy breaking bones. He's having a bad old time. He's jumping on a <laughs> bit of wood and floating down a mountain and cracking bones, baby. <laughs> so instead, we've got uh, first first appearance of the year from Sarah Dyer. Hello, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Itching, itching to be back, is it? It's the new year. You're like, yeah. right, come on. Let's get back on yeah, that show happy, and fucking tell them where they've gone wrong. Happy New Year. Yeah. Can you, can you do uh, that in year. February? I don't know what the rules are. I I had a man come around to make sure my boiler wasn't going to blow up mm-hmm. last week, and he mm-hmm. said it, so I figure it's still okay. Fair news. We, we have one of those, and now we gonna... owe that man £7,500. So uh, <laughs> I hope, hope your experience went better than ours. Yeah, um, we, he was, we were talking about war and conscription and politics and philosophy for life. Blimey. Did you do that while yeah. he was working on the boiler? Or, yeah. Or to be, because I'd probably wait until, <laughs> until the gas oh. was fully shut off. Oh no, it's fine. It's just one of the like safety checks, so it's nothing serious, and I don't Good. have to pay for it. So no, give it, that, uh, that's it. Ours was just a safety check. They turned up for five minutes and went. It's not safe. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and then they charged me 120 pounds for it. Um, right, we'd like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Smooth Monkey, Richard Sawyer, John Tempelli, Jackie Sniper, Sam Higton, Tom S, Stan, Philip with an F, Fred Fenge, Cena narrowly lost to David in the TCGS Con North North Mario Kart Final 2023. John the Nelsmeister Nelson and a return in full Nels. It's Ryan Cobain. There we go. That is a, that is some crew that I the full Nels say, crew. All I, I saw the email come in about Ryan's. I've not actually been able to log into our Patreon account to check. So the someone if might have paid. just got a freebie this week. Right. Well, if because they <laughs> are. We will come round and yep. break those legs. Yep. That's how it works. We'll send James over, uh, who is actually a nasty bastard when you actually come face to face with him. Bring one He's... of his vintage pistols and then bang, there go your kneecaps. <laughs> I, forgot just... about, <laughs> I forgot about his weaponry. You know, I nearly bought one of those. His uh, I've been bought another one of those recently. Really? Why? Um, what for? No, no, we were, okay, so we were in, where was it? We were in Dresden. I nearly, I nearly bought another firearm. No, no, we, we were in Dresden <laughs> and, and they had like these, right. like, pistols there like in a yeah. thing and i was like i could buy one of those and i was like thinking about it and no, i is didn't that, know. is it the power thing no no is it's it just a power thing? interesting isn't it and it's like you know <laughs> and then i thought then i thought i could bring and then i was even thinking about like thinking i could, I could like show it to you like on here but then i thought that probably wouldn't look good if i'm only like waving a gun around you know it just it just reminds me of the the guy that was played Santa Claus in uh, in uh, what is it Nathan for you? And every time you saw him after that, they showed a picture of him getting guns out of his closet. This <laughs> is exactly what I feel like visiting you. Um, uh, you could go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS if you want to support the show. Please do. Uh, different tiers. You don't have to go full Nels. You can also, uh, there's different tiers to get bonus content, uh, videos, all sorts. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Now, before we uh, get into the feedback, I do want to say uh, that we've got some exciting news. And if you're listening to this 
on the Wednesday and not watching live, then uh, unfortunately this happened yesterday. <laughs> but 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 the way things worked out, this is the soonest opportunity we could actually tell you that this was going ahead. Um, so hopefully you can watch on catch up. But we are part of the NSPCC Game Safe Festival. Um, we're on uh, we're live on Tuesday. Do we know a time? Uh, I don't think we have a, a specific time slot yet. No, I think it's sort of between okay. sort of well, from 10 a.m. onwards the show starts, so and we're going to be on at some point. Keep your eye out twitch.tv forward slash nspcc. Uh, it's an exclusive podcast uh, around 4 p.m. Oh, we're being go. told is when we'll be on, and um, yeah, it's all for the NSPCC Game Safe Festival. It's an exclusive podcast. The only place that you're going to hear it is on twitch.tv forward slash NSPCC, uh, and you can hear us talking about g- gaming as parents. You can hear uh, us not being allowed to swear for 50 minutes. That was tough, wasn't it? It was a nightmare. <laughs> it was, that was, it tough. was exceptionally tough. Yeah. Uh, the release, Sean said crap. The- this is a spoiler. Sean said crap. Yeah. Yeah. Look, crap's all right. I'll say crap in front of my six-year-old child. Yeah, yeah but I you think would I, be you... arrested <laughs> if a policeman heard you do no, that. No, you're, you're you're allowed a crap in like a PG film, right? Yeah. Then oh, yeah, Louis okay. says that Matt got a sod off. In there <gasps> as well. All right, that's so, bad, uh, isn't it? Oh. Uh, that's probably a bit, and, a bit off and that. James Farley said, <laughs> but other than that. It's... Hang on, who's editing this week, Dave? I don't... <laughs> oh, it's going to have to be you, mate. It's going to have to be you. Um... <laughs> Right, okay. So that, definitely check that out. Twitch.tv forward slash NSPCC on the 6th of Feb, around 4pm. I mean, there's, uh, there's stuff on all live. week. Yes, but, uh, there is stuff know. on all week and you can you can watch that channel all week. Uh, or if you if it's past that, I'm sure there's a VOD that you could catch up with um, and see that exclusive podcast over there. Um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about before we go to feedback, James, you returned to podcasting for the... Uh, streaming for the year twitch streaming for the year yeah it's the first one this year i've got to tell sean what happened right and this isn't a dig i promise you this isn't a dig i don't know what this could possibly be (laughs) right right okay it's not i promise you i'm not having a go at you james it's just something in that game happens that blew me away and got me so fucking excited that i was like oh my god james is James has started Dark Souls 3. Yes, mate. Uh, so I settled down. I was like waiting for that moment. That moment. Don't say anything, James. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I've just realised what this is. I don't know what it is. What, do, you know what the, do you know what it is? I think so, yeah. Seeing Fire like, Fire yeah. like Link Shrine for the first yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you see Firelink Shrine again. That's mm-hmm. like, it, but it's different and you can see it all built up and, oh, this is huge. This is a massive moment. Like I was so excited when those words come up and I'm thinking, when does it happen? Like, is it when you first walk in? Does it come up in big, bold letters? What, what? I was just trying to remember. So anyway, James is doing the intro bit. He does the intro bit. It gets killed a couple of times. Then he gets to those steps that lead up to that cylinder Mm. area where Firelink Shrine is and he walks up to the top of the steps and I'm thinking come on this I can't wait to see his face then he fucks off to the right of it goes oh I wonder what's over there gets pushed off a ledge and goes back to a bonfire and I'm like James this is doing me in this is doing me in but anyway he goes back up to it right and I'm all excited I'm like he's this is going to blow his mind that this is basically going to because it sets the tone right that game I don't think it's any spoiler to say that there are a lot of Dark Souls 1 and 2 references throughout Mm -hmm. that game it's like a it's like a it's it's just full of cameos and stuff um 
And when he gets to the top of the stairs and he stops, right? He gets to the top. He gets to the like the arch and he just stops and stands there and looks about. And I'm like, fucking hell, James, just take two <laughs> steps forward. He does. The music kicks in. It comes up Firelink Shrine across the f- screen. And he goes, ah, Firelink Shrine. And then walks <laughs> off. <laughs> like, do you know how big that was for me, James? That was like a huge moment. What the fuck? <laughs> it's all right, wasn't it? So, yes. <laughs> Did you forget what filing shrine was? Yes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm playing, I'll treat it with the suitable reference. Uh, too late, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that'll be on our YouTube channel uh, by the time you're listening to this on the podcast. So definitely check out James's absolute... Is it not? Of course, no, Matt. This is out. I forget Matt's off. It's Matt's job. I mean, selfishly, I put my own stream up on YouTube and completely neglected James's. So yeah, I will sort yeah. that out. Yeah, just go and watch it. It's so fucking funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, James is back streaming, everyone. Everyone uh, get excited about that. So am I. Okay, uh, should we get to... <laughs> have you got any feedback, uh, Sarah, that you want to go over? I, I feel, I feel like there was just a moment then when my brain just went, like, completely <laughs> blue screen. Um, there, there, there is, but I feel like there's, pros- there's be- probably a better time to bring it okay. up. Okay. Interesting. It feels like you'll be tactical. Uh, no, I don't like yeah. it. Should we get to the <laughs> listeners' feedback, Sean? Jeff Kettle. Says, re the shagability <laughs> scale from the end of episode 386. We all know that James has the biggest daddy energy. Hashtag Farley Mate, Fan he Club. He is the favourite. He is. is, is, is <laughs> someone sent me a, a screenshot Sarcasm, of you, James. I can't, no, someone sent me a screenshot of you because on YouTube there's the summer special we did of Joypod at Play Radio. Yeah. And you're in it and you are gorgeous. <laughs> I know that's jo- that's be- that before that's before I lost my looks though you know because of the whole getting old and uh, eating I too many pies looks. and sausage rolls and you know having kids. <gasps> I think you still got it, mate. What about that? Okay, right. I was very awkward about that whole conversation, Sean. I wish you'd never brought it up. Really, I thought it was funny. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> should we get to the next bit of feedback? Uh, is it, I don't know. I don't know if this is Billy A three one three one six or Billia three one six. Either way, yeah. uh, feedback on Dave's favourite moment in The Last of Us Part Two. Sorry to break hearts, <laughs> but the song "My Future Days" is unlikely to be on the second series of the TV show. The first series was set earlier than in the game by a decade, so the outbreak was in two thousand and three in the series. But Pearl Jam's album was released in twenty thirteen, so it doesn't exist in the TV world. Keep up the oh. great work, fellas. Are they, do. I don't think anyone will notice, will they? No, they won't notice. No. Bill, you're 316, well, apparently. Oh, well, <laughs> I'll say this, right? Yeah. So, so uh, 2013 is when... Well, hold on, hold on. Let me get this right. You're worried that it's not factually correct because that Pearl Jam song come out after the outbreak, mm-hmm. yet we're in 2023 and there's not been our outbreak. So I think suspending belief could be okay. Wait, is what that- do you mean? <laughs> Are we supposed to pretend that it's the same universe and then it splinters off? Is that the also, idea? Also, yeah. in... Right. Also, in... I don't know where it appears in the game because I haven't played it, but is it not presented as if one of the characters wrote it? Or is it him playing no, the no, Pearl Jam song? No, no, it's definitely him playing... No, it's definitely him playing the Pearl Jam song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's definitely... Because they, 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 there's Pearl Jam posters and stuff in the in the shops that they go in and stuff like that. Uh, in the last of I mean, us, there's, there's, there's the outbreak fan. and then there's a time skip, right? 
Yeah. So yes. who's to say that Pearl Jam didn't persist through the outbreak and still <laughs> yeah. write that song? What exactly? <laughs> also, or, who's to say that in that universe they didn't? They weren't. They just didn't come out ten years earlier because that could have happened. Yeah. Well, maybe just true. just put the song in anyway, and maybe people should just get a life and, and not complain about something Ooh. so pedantic. Turns out it's all made up. Yeah. Just like if the song if the song works, leave it in. And yeah. just let people deal with it. Yeah. Can, Billy. can we hear your rendition, David, please? If I ever was to lose you, I'll surely lose my hair. That's good. That's what Reeves on. Um, uh, Christ, what was, was it good. called? The quiz. Shooting stars. <laughs> Mentioned when Vic was doing his, his club night renditions of. <laughs> yeah, did, did, did I ever tell you, like, oh, what was it last Christmas? Uh, that Shut up. Don't say it. I know what everyone's thinking when I say last Christmas. Last Christmas. Oh, no, you don't, Sean, because you don't no, listen no, to no, Christmas music. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> there's a. Um, my brother in law found an old CD that I think he got from a magazine or something that was literally just uh, Re- Vic Reeves going, doing that. Hope. And then the next track would be, yes, that was such and such. So we were playing it for real. Like it was a CD of just that. It went on for ages, but just laughing. We still got that. Get that, get that, di- get, get that in MP3 format, mate. Get that, di- <laughs> get, 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 get it digitised. Yeah, but I, I haven't got anything to stick a CD into now. So uh, we've got well, to digitise it. I bought it. a CD drive. For, do you remember I said I was, I was joking about doing a Christmas album as a Secret Santa thing for work? Well, I never actually <laughs> yeah. did it, but I bought the fucking drive. So if you want to send that CD to me, I'll get it, I'll get it ripped. Okay, does, we does will get we'll digitise that. And stuff play CDs. It like does. CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Should do. Go on. Yeah. How do I convert that into MP3 from there, James? <laughs> How do we get that on the Zoom? <laughs> that is a fucking idiot. No, no, just no. No, no, no. Okay, let's 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 roll this back a bit, right? You said I don't have anything that plays CDs. That's bullshit. You've got right. an, you've got a PS5. That's yeah, but in serv- the, the yeah. point what we were getting point, at was yeah, that we needed MP3 versions. No, no. You said we were trying to convert it CDs. You're being overly literal there, James. I tell you what, honestly, he would be right. He would be if there's like a big murder mystery in a mansion. He'd be the one to stand up and go, "I've worked it out." And ten seconds into doing his explanation, people go, "James, you've got you've just fucking lost it, mate. Don't worry about it. Go I'm just over there. I'm just asking for precision here. You said play CDs, not rip CDs. Sorry, yeah, but in the co- he wasn't listening again, was he? He just heard no, that he one bit he just and took it in isolation. Yeah, yeah, James, yeah. J- James is onto something though. Put the CD, put the CD in your Xbox and play mm, yeah. it. And then just like record it as a voice note on your phone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> All right. yeah that's what James meant the whole cable. time. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that last line there, James? Stick a line out cable in. You know, you could line out cable. Yeah. Well, you're going to stick that in, James. Pl- plug Xbox. that into your into your line in on your computer. You could just record the it Xbox. Up there, the Xbox has probably got computer. an audio out. It's got an optical hole out in it, it, right? I wonder uh, if you could still rip like stuff to Xbox because you could do that with the original Xbox. Yeah, and then you could, could, and then mm. you could use it as your soundtrack in yeah. Midtown Madness. Well, I think what we actually did was uh, recorded, <laughs> genuinely recorded audio at a Millwall match to get the chance, and then burn that onto CD <laughs> and put it into FIFA, so you could have them going, <laughs> "Fucking it, you know." Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good times. I, I also. If you're thinking about using our feedback form this week to show ways of how to rip from a fucking Xbox to a PC, <laughs> please don't. I don't want to hear it. 
I'm not going to. We do could it. just Google it. I mean, I mean, sending it to Sean to do sounds a little bit too far for me at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Right, next. Probably already. It'd be on archive.org or something. It almost definitely is. Clark says, I am one of those people who wasn't a huge fan of The Last of Us. Thought the the story was fine. Sorry. (laughs) Thought the story was fine, but the gameplay was horrible. I got stuck constantly in janky stealth sections and found it frustrating overall. Also didn't think it was anything super incredible, just pretty good. Love the TV uh, TV show, though, and the Bill and Frank episode is some of the best gay storytelling ever. Cried like a baby when watching it recently. Just saying, wasn't a fan, but also not an aggressive hater of the franchise. Love you all, Clark. They do exist. That must have been pretty wild for you, right? That that ep- Oh, you didn't see that episode, not, did you? I've not seen the show. I... Because oh, I... Sorry, I was... Sarah, go on. I start, I mean, firstly, I'm completely with Clark on all of this. Like my, my partner played through the game recently for the first time. Um, And I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't, nothing in The Last of Us, I think is particularly new or original. It just does everything really, really, really well. Yeah, totally. Um, But yeah, I started watching the TV show on a plane got through the first two episodes and was like, this is actually really good. Got mm. halfway through the third episode and I was like, oh, I need to turn this off because <laughs> I'm on a plane and there's someone... Yeah, we're and and it is... A, it is a, I, I already was, like, but it was like... You know that, when... That is a real thing, you know, isn't it? You're you know when like, to... tears are silent yeah, and they're yeah, just yeah. streaming down your face but you're not properly, properly crying? No, you got... see, me, it's all or nothing. I can't do the silent tear right all, now. There's there's like I, I was, I was, whatever I'm watching. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was holding it in until it becomes very apparent that it's like the last day, and then I was like, no, this needs to go off because yeah. I can see how this is going, and I'm just going to be an. I cried at gladiators last week. Did you? Uh, the, yeah, that, that that one of them was pushing a ref. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you. I'll be fascinated to see what you think of that third episode, Sean, mm-hmm. because like I'm now watching Parks and Rec, oh, and God, I'm sitting yeah. there going, oh, "That's that guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, yeah, I, so I, 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 I watched Parks on. and Rec first, so that must yeah. be even weirder for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think it was because I, 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 I think I started watching Parks and Rec maybe like six seasons in so i only really saw maybe the last season as it was being aired and obviously that was a while ago now so i think i've had enough time right right yeah i thought you were gonna say no i don't think it was because i can tell when an actor is playing a different (laughs) part because that is the other thing isn't it Hold on, he was somewhat different. He's somewhat else that I've seen. Also, he is just so good. Like Nick Offerman (laughs) in that series is incredible. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I hope that answers your question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The question. Uh, Next one. So we've got a few about this, but I feel like this sort of encapsulates it and in the least antagonistic way. Karl Marx. Uh, says regarding the Microsoft layoff discussion, I think it was illustrative of the, 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 the degree to which capitalism has been successful in portraying itself as some sort of natural social order. James is absolutely correct. It's a system designed by human beings and one which continues to operate thanks to material decisions. It's not an earthquake or a meteor shower. It's an economic ideology that can and must change. 
Almost every aspect of society is organised to make us believe otherwise, so I can understand David's point of view. But there is nothing more naive and demoralising than declaring that this is simply the way things are, rather than challenging how and why. Love the show. Appreciate you all. Big ups to the proletariat. Hugs and kisses. Carl. Yeah, I, I, it was a, it was a strange, well, not a strange conversation. It was an, I thought it was an interesting conversation last week. Mm. I think uh, maybe I used, I think the, if I could go back and change something that I said, it was probably the word naive, mm. uh, because I don't think it's naive to say that uh, uh, they should just re- rehouse these, these workers or whatever, to retrain these workers. They, well, I suppose the angle I was coming from is that it's very easy to go, they should do this. And you're going, well, no, within the system that we actually live in, we can't change. That's not going to change this week, is it? No, but the point I was also making is there's different types of capitalism and there's and different countries operate it in different ways. Mm. And it doesn't like American style capitalism is quite different to capitalism, which is used gotcha. in, in other in other countries. Yeah. And in other countries, they do have systems to prevent this sort of thing as well. So this yeah, is why like... Uh, Luke Somhays also wrote in, and he was saying, like, obviously, you know, the situation with Iwata when he cut his pay, and I think a lot of the, the C-suite in, in Nintendo did as well to avoid layoffs. So that is, like, as I think at the time we were like, oh, that's really cool of him. Pretty sure that is actually a legal requirement in Japan. Mm. I don't think you get any say in, like, yeah. you're not allowed to lay people off if there's people higher up um, yeah. absolutely well, I mean- coining it at the same time. Yeah, basically the, how, it, how it works in Japan is you're only allowed to start layoffs if the company is basically going bankrupt mm-hmm. and it's either you lay people off or you go bankrupt. Mm. Um, but I mean, I think especially, especially coming to the point about, I must, oh yeah, with that whole conversation, like last week, um, yeah, I think pretty much everything James was saying, I was like, yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, I think, I think what a lot of people, obviously so much has been said about how so many people are losing jobs and how horrific that is. And yes, it is. But I think as, and obviously, yeah, that's horrific for anyone in the industry, whether you are laid off or not. Because even if you're not laid off, you can't get a new job because there are no jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're stuck in a shitty situation, you can't move anywhere. Um, and then you constantly have the thing on your head of like, what if we're next? What if we're next? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like as, the workload you presumably have to deal with after. Yeah. You know, like, and just, that kind of leads into why as players, you should also be upset about this because especially with like the Microsoft situation, a couple of the departments, which were hit really, really badly because of overlap was, um, customer service and hmm. QA. So you know dave i think before we went online you were already saying how shit microsoft's customer service is well blizzard's oh, customer sony's so oh, okay oh, it's kicking <laughs> off that is dreadful <laughs> but i mean blizzard's customer service because obviously they deal with you know world of warcraft um blizzard's customer service is generally thought of as good mm-hmm. especially the game masters that work on world of warcraft if so many of them have been decimated they're not going to be able to give that good service potentially issues with blizzard games and something as complex as world of warcraft is now just going to get farmed off onto microsoft employees who don't really know the situation don't really know the game Mm -hmm. so you know yeah that's customer service across the board is now completely down the pan also qa i mean sledgehammer games um the way one of the guys phrased it was that the qa team had been decimated and that is only going to lead to 
worst games for everyone. Mm -hmm. If teams like customer service and QA are seen as disposable, you know, you're, you're going to get worse games and you're going to get worse service. Mm. So yeah, it is, it is bad. Right. Right. My, my point is that my point is this, is that uh, when you look at legislation within business, right. When it comes to redundancy, right. And laying people off, I don't know how you turn around and say, oh, as a company, we can handle, we've taken over this business, we can handle these departments with our own own organisation now. So these jobs now become redundant. I don't know how legislation can say, no, you, you've still got to keep them on. Oh, but we don't need them because we've got our own, but no, but you have to keep them on. But keep them on doing what? But then isn't the point, the point that Sarah's making is that people didn't necessarily need retraining, like... Mm. Like Microsoft have obviously looked at it as like, oh well, we've already got customer support staff, so why do we need all these other people? It's actually yeah. the it's... the Blizzard support staff was specialised in a very different way. Yeah, for Blizzard. And yeah, yeah. I think it, it's... I think it's I think it's essentially one of those things is that it's I don't I also agree that yeah, legis- when it comes into legislation, it's it's a, it's a tricky thing to legislate. It does need to be almost this kind of complete reappraisal of what it is to run a business and to serve both your staff and your customers because microsoft are essentially looking at it and going this is the bare number of people this is the minimum number of people that we can get by get by doing customer service with Mm -hmm. yeah and so obviously they've just got rid of a whole bunch of other people and it it's you you see you see it anywhere like i've been I've had an absolute nightmare over the past three months trying to deal with an issue with three. And it's because, you know, they just farm customer service roles. You know, it's going to, it's going to be that horrible cliche where, Oh, they just farm them out to India. (laughs) And, but the thing is though, is like, there is a language barrier and things are an issue, but it's not just Mm. the language barrier and having to like, get people to get someone to like, understand to be honest, three weren't the worst. Thames water was, it, every every time I'd get like a chat message, it was like a riddle trying to figure out what it was they were actually trying to tell me. Um, and the thing is, though, is it's like I'm not I'm not annoyed at the person on the other end. I'm annoyed at Thames Water mm. yeah, farming yeah, yeah. things out and making things worse for their customer rather than just paying someone in the UK mm-hmm. a decent wage to do the job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it basically becomes that thing of like, yeah, it's 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 farming things out for as low as possible rather than going you know what this will cost us a bit more money but this will be better for our customers in the long run Mm -hmm. and that's 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 that is something that is very 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 tricky to legislate around that is that basically just needs to be a complete change of opinion and change of attitude and culture around business so and also i mean as Chris Mann is saying in the chat, it's there's a reason why this happens like in the US stuff, like with US staff, much easier than it does with EU staff, and it's because there are regulations here mm-hmm. that make it quite difficult to do this. I don't, I don't think it is necessarily 
oh, it's the U- the US. This is all happening in the US because it's easy to do it. Because it, you know, it is easier to do it over here. And the reason it happens in the UK is because the Tories, since the nineteen eighties, under like they completely tried to remove, you know, get rid of unions in the UK. They yeah, they yeah, undermined yeah. all employment laws, and they tr- and one of the reasons for wanting to leave the EU is also so they could further undermine employment laws as well. That's one mm. of the main reasons for this is that why this happens in in the UK. Yeah, but my I, mean, argu- I suppose I suppose where the argument come from wasn't that no they shouldn't do that it should be stay as it mm-hmm. is and they should let these people go. That's not what I was saying at all. Mm-hmm. My point was simply just go ah they should have re, re- they should have uh, retrained them and put them elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like that that to me is such an easy thing to say, but it doesn't help anyone and it doesn't help anything. Going into going into uh, what is wrong with legislation in the UK in in the US what is wrong with doing with what doing what Microsoft is doing is a better discussion than than the sort of sound bites that you hear on the internet when any anything mm-hmm. like this happens and that and that's been one of the things that we found it is the most difficult talking about this is like mm. because see my position with this would always be that there are alternatives there are different ways of of doing these things like it doesn't necessarily have to be this way but as you said, David, it is, especially within the US context, it's a system which we can't change, like from here anyway. Mm. We can't really do anything about that. So it is it is a difficult conversation because, you know, what can you ultimately do, you know, as, as an individual, you know, to make changes to this? Well, you know that there's nothing that you're going to do for it yeah. as an indiv- individual because those that would be affected the most are the people who have the most money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're, I mean, they're, not, they're not exactly going to change things because it's going to hit them where where they, they feel it the most. Which is why you, you know then I mean? have to bring in uh, government regulation, honestly. <laughs> that's the only way uh, to I, deal but with that's this. But I, I can't see that ever happening at this point. But it has no. happened before. That's the whole point. Yeah. I would, I would, look, I would sorry, say sorry, as well on. is that regar- regardless of whether... Obviously, the conversations come up a lot in regards to games, but I would say regardless of whether you work within games or not, join a union. Yeah. Like, um, if you, if you, so, um, the main sort of games one in the UK is basically the games worker chapter of the IWGB, which is independent workers of union. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have chapters that represent gig workers, couriers, care workers, security guards. Basically, if you if you are in an industry that has a well-established union, chances are you're already in it. But if you are in an industry and you think that there is no union for your industry, please, please, please go and look at IWGB because mm-hmm. they may have a chapter for you and they do have one for games, which is great and really reasonable cool but there is also the warning that when you do look there may not be a union for you outside of gaming you know there there are Hmm. uh fees to join a union um which are usually relatively um relatively low cost yeah which is you know the iwgb has a sliding scale based on your salary right that's cool would anyone like to hear a funny game idea (laughs) (laughs) Raffi. To, light, to lighten the mood. Raffi says, Hi guys, while I am not Joey Visanti, I felt like I should throw my game idea into the Games Commissioning Board of TCGS. Game name, Anthem, brackets, not that one. Uh, the objective of the game is that you want your favourite football team to win the Big Footy Balls Championship. I'm going to apologise to Dave in advance. It does that thing you hate where he calls it footy balls and stuff. Anyway, 
Uh, but you're not a player. I, 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 I'm absolutely seething at this point. <laughs> but you're not a player or a manager. Oh no, you're just a single fan, and your task is to hype up other fans and the ball kickers on the pitch with motivational chants and cheers in order to make your team do a goal. <laughs> this is Crystal Palace, the game. <laughs> <laughs> you can even jeer the enemy. Uh, God, I've lost it. There we go. You can jeer the enemy team the and enemy. start a punch up with the other team's fans. You can chant the referee's a wanker if you disagree with the ref decision and the ref will ponder this outcome and decide whether or not he is indeed a wanker and needs to change his decision. Finally, how does this all play? Basically, it's pat upon. Press a number of face buttons to chant various things and it controls whether you're convincing your team to attack, defend, increase team morale, etc. I've even worked out all the microtransactions. If you have a favourite team, you can spend an additional pound for all the real chance of your favourite football team to be in the game. There's like seven teams that I personally know of, so I think we'd get a few quid. I look forward to you agreeing on this proposal. I believe that this model can translate into other sports, specifically golf, but the chants are done via gentle whispers uh, instead until you get booted off the golf course for disrupting the piece. If you have any thoughts, please let me know. I look forward to your decision. <laughs> I think Matt might like it. James, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I like this idea with tennis as well, like where you have a button that you just say, just like, you know, go on, Tim, and stuff like that. And you can just <laughs> do it in time. It'd be great. Well, did uh, someone recently turned around and said, is there ever been a game about football hooliganism? Yeah. That, and I went, yeah. yeah, we bought it. Like, we had it. Was that was a PC game. No, it was called Red Card. Was it Red Card? I can't remember. No, that was that was a Red Card. Right, what was it? I know the one you mean. Is that the film? Yeah, it's it's called Hooligans Rage Rage Over Europe. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! It was like a strategy game, though. Storm over Europe, Hooligans Storm over Europe. It came out in two thousand and two, and it was yeah, it was like a strategy game where it was like an ice. Isometric view of like this town, and then you. I, I can't even remember. I remember Planet just going, This is rubbish. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, red card soccer was a football game where they went, What if there were no refs? Yeah, <laughs> so you could just slide tackle and the game carried on. And it was like, mm-hmm. Well, this Which is ironically would mean there's no red cards, yeah, either, right? there were no it's red cards. So, <laughs> why it was called red card soccer? I've got no, no idea. card soccer, yeah. Uh, yes, the hooligan storm over Europe. The cover tells you everything you need to know at the bottom the tagline is the only thing to fear try and fi- try and finish it james uh sean the tagline is the only thing to fear it's not fear itself is it it's got to be something else no it's something else james you got an idea don't look it up uh uh i know anything to fear no sarah have a stab at it come on i'll, I'll give you a clue it rhymes <laughs> It rhymes. Something about cheer? As in cheering? (laughs) No, I've got nothing. James is close. The only thing to fear is running out of beer. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I might have to stream this. (laughs) I might have to stream it with my Mill show. (laughs) (laughs) Controversy. The game. This is from Wikipedia. Obviously, the game was released in 2002 on PC, and immediate controversy due to its violent content and perceived pr- a promotion of criminal behaviour in football, uh, with some politicians calling for it to be banned. Oh god, yeah, it was Remember in that as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. they're right. It is like a really shit thing to make a game out of, but also it was. Yeah, it wasn't very surely, good. Like, someone yeah, that like, worried about it, especially as a football fan. Like a fan of a team with a certain reputation. Oh yeah, you heard about that, that sort- reputation, have you, boy? We're proud of that. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> but that's what I mean. But surely, yeah, like you're probably more 
turned off by that stuff than oh, Matt, it for winds example. me up something chronic yeah, yeah, when you meet yeah. someone like for the first time they find out a mill fan they instantly think uh, like i just hate being judged yeah <laughs> i feel really judged um but i tell you something really bad right so it's harry's birthday the end of the month mm. and he says i want to go i want to take my friends to millwall could we do it and actually for kids it's really reasonable it's like five pound a ticket mm. so i was like do you know what yeah he said, oh, I've picked a bunch of friends. We're going to send the invites out. Oh, will you take us to Millwall? I was like, yes, mate. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Joe got about four text messages from parents saying, no, nah, I'm not. He's not. <laughs> he's not going there. <laughs> but is that how... So not to derail, I know this is a computer game show, not to derail it completely, but because I know like you've said, like there's a, a big movement within the club to like to, against that whole Family image. club of the year a couple of years ago, mate. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so how much of that, of the... the the violence and stuff is is still part of the experience for it's some people. Is that part is, of the experience? Is it just, is it just not a no, thing anymore? Right. No, so I have no idea. So I just <laughs> you yeah. walk to the ground and you get on the thing, and then <laughs> they've even got a separate path for the away fans, and we don't even see the away fans <laughs> the whole time there now. I mean, it's it was bad at one point, but mm. like mm. we're talking seventies, eighties. Like yeah, say, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, there's wankers all over the world of football. Oh, like, yeah, let, yeah, let me yeah. not, let, I'm not going to turn around and say, but there is something about football and arseholes. Like there mm. is, mm. Um, uh, even at like the little league stuff, you look around and just go, fuck this. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but like, so inevitably there's people at that place that you don't want to be around. But honestly, mm. the, in terms of everyone going, oh, I just fucking fight. It just, mm. yeah, it don't happen. Doesn't mm. happen near the gra- ground anyway. Right. Okay. Next. Right. Couple question. of easy ones. Uh, Herman Hulst's enormous nostrils says James pre-show Jaeger bomb. No more tired problems, and he'll be a bit happier. Thank you. I mean, that's I, not I true. I mean, I did. I, I did drink a Red Bull before we started this oh, there you on go. purpose to try and keep more awake. Up so, till three a.m. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I. If you have a Jaeger bomb before the show. By about an hour in, the rush has dropped and the alcohol's <laughs> taken over, and it just. <laughs> uh, and then the last one comes from Fat Dennis, who says, Last week, David asked whether they should fire James, and I felt the need to jump to James's defense. Look, James can't help that he wants whatever he's doing to end as quickly as possible. He's not lazy <laughs> and disinterested. James is just efficient. A man on a mission who's going to complete it no matter how unentertaining it is. Don't believe me? Take his Hitman streams, for example. Never before has someone so incessantly ignored the plethora of creative and entertaining mechanics presented to them, instead opting to do the exact same thing over and over again in an effort to end the level as fast as possible. Shoot a guy, steal their clothes, save, rinse and repeat while choosing the most direct path to his mark. What's that, Stray? There's a stealth mission, not for James Farley. James is compelled to keep moving forward. It's his very essence, his nature. Don't stifle him with trivial requirements like listening or saying things that make sense. Keep up the good work, James, and please never change. It's true. I'm like, I'm like a shark. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, more like a wild moaning that you do. <laughs> Fat Dennis, you are absolutely right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to calm down. I'm going to leave James B for a little bit. How's that? Are you happy too. now? Uh, are you talking to Fat Dennis or me? Fat Dennis. Okay. Both of you. Why not? Uh, right. Oh, I did. I did. I did, I did realize that I had something. This is just really quick. So, Ooh. you know how you were talking oh. about the traitors last week and how iPlayer spoiled it for mm. you when you go onto iPlayer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, that they changed it, but there used to be. So, obviously, WWE has WWE Network. 
which is like their stream, their own streaming mm. service for all their programs. Yeah, they yeah. used to do the app. So obviously there's an app and you can watch everything through the app. The app used to do a thing where whenever there was a big pay-per-view on, bearing in mind these pay-per-views run from like 1am to 4am. So chances are you're not watching most of them. If you're in the UK, you'll maybe stay up for the big mm. ones. The app would send a notification, a push notification oh, no. to your phone after every single match with the results. Fuck off. So you'd wake up in the... It, wow. I think it happened like one for like one pay-per-view and I was like, right, well, I'm turning all the yeah, notifications off. Because yeah. I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, okay, here is all of the spoilers. Is that a way of saying you should have paid for it? I think... Is I, that the idea? I think they think that they're being helpful like oh my god look at all this excitement <laughs> that's happening and yeah 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 but, yeah. yeah no fuck that yeah it, it, we we had that problem with uh the marvel calls series didn't we james mm-hmm. like where i was like uh like for starters the, the marvel films with their spoilers in their trailers for their films is disgusting like the fact that i mean turn off if you've not seen civil war yet or whatever but uh, um the, the the fact that in the trailer that you see spider-man mm. turn up and, but, mm. but in the film, it's like this massive reveal. And it, it, yeah, it would have yeah. been well excited to have seen that. Or, or like uh, when we saw the what, Infinity War, and uh, I was like, I wonder what of the characters that we've seen are going to be in this. And then the splash screen on Disney Plus before the film started was like, oh, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man and Iron Man all standing <laughs> together. Brilliant. That's they ruined do, that little, little And they do that with like, the text descriptions as well. Because like... Rachel and I have been watching Angel, you know, like the TV series. Oh, and hell yeah. There's, there's a character in that that she particularly hates. Like, really can't stand, <laughs> right? And I know that this character is coming up in the next episode as like a return. And it's like, it's like comes up like on the thing, you know, like on the preview for like the next thing. And I was like, I just, I wanted, I wanted to be surprised by it. I don't want it to, to know it's, it's, it's coming. Was Angel and Buffy the... Vampire Slayer Link. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were. It was a spin-off, yeah. was it? Yeah, we're, Angel, we're, we're watching both right. at the moment. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, but yeah. we're right. Oh, right yeah. Angel, Angel was in Buffy, and then Buffy dumped him, so he went to go and be a sad private a investigator s- in LA. It was his choice, I think you'll find, uh, Sarah. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, it was, it was, oh, what, that they split up? Yeah. But okay. I think mostly it's been, it's been, it's been many, many years. <laughs> Can we have um, uh, Buffy dumped him as the uh, episode title? <laughs> <laughs> is that it for the feedback? That is it for the feedback. 47 minutes in. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a short show this week. Uh, James, let's get to the news. Okay. Uh, we Okay. We do have industry layoffs um, again uh, this week. Uh, so GameSpot have laid off a portion of their stuff. Um, there's no detail as to how many. They've just said some. Um, have been laid off so that's helpful yeah and <laughs> i mean this is this is the second wave as well because after fandom mm. acquired them uh this happened before so oh god of course yeah. oh, shit. also uh nimble giant entertainment have also reduced their staff uh by 28 so this is another embracer subsidiary um yeah so that's that's happened. they they've worked on like star trek infinite and quantum league and champion of regnum so that's Bad. Um, Square Enix have also dissolved Tokyo RPG Factory, but what they've done is the team has just been reabsorbed uh, into Square Enix. So it's been closed okay. down, but they've just been reabsorbed. Um, and then Sega of America have laid off 61 employees. And uh, yeah, because apparently, well, but this is all part of a plan to phase out temporary workers, apparently. Um, yeah. 
Oh, right. Also, isn't mean, it the... Phase out temporary workers. Do you want me to read the quote from the union, uh, what they had to say? Yeah, go on. So it said, through our union efforts, we've been able to more than double the number of saved jobs and to offer severance to our temporary workers. This, however, does not take away from the fact that many of our co-workers are being laid off in a decision we believe will have a negative impact on the working conditions of those who remain within the company and the quality of our future games. In spite of this, we remain committed to fighting for our co-workers and for the betterment of our industry. In the face of mass layoffs that continue to happen across gaming companies, we stand united and in solidarity with those affected. So I think what it was was that Sega had already talked about how they were going to phase out like temporary contract workers and try and have just more regular employees. Um, and that was going to happen by February 2024. And this is part of that approach. Right. Okay. And that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, should we move on to the next news? Because we've already discussed this quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Microsoft are talking about putting Xbox exclusives such as Starfield, Indiana Jones. The most recent rumour was Gears well, of I, War. I mean, let's face <laughs> it, today, on Monday, yeah. we have seen pretty much every game be mentioned as Oh yeah, that's probably come. <laughs> Jeff Grubb was at it, wasn't he? Yeah, Gears of War. I was gonna say, is this how legit is this, or is this just another? Oh well, I heard someone else say it. I mean, so I'm I, say it, it does feel a just... little bit like that—the industry mm. insiders have heard something, and they're all just clutching at straws. So, like it does mm. feel Today, a bit like that. Phil, so Phil Spencer just before he recorded has said he's going to yeah. give a state of the Xbox business update next week. Yeah, and okay. it sounds rather. I mean, okay, we're completely guessing here. We have no idea, like at all. <laughs> but I mean, not that we ever do that. But it sounds like. There is something happening, and these are leaks of the of of what of, of possible future direction that they're going to reveal next week. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you're hoping that because that's your fucking prediction. Yeah, well, but, but, I mean, so if- it could very well be what Sean has said that people have been fed nuggets of information, and they're all just like saying shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's also possible. Sorry, Sarah. I think if 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 there was absolutely nothing to these rumors. Then Microsoft, Phil, no one would say anything because yeah, no, that's because that's something to yeah because that's what you do. So the f- the fact that he has come out and said there's going to be because what is it the way he phrased it as well something yeah, like it, there being like a business update like he made it sound he said he said the future of Xbox like Xbox uh hang on, let me let me just bring it up because yeah. then, it's pretty it's pretty it's like, a pretty big statement mm, he said I also again this. I can't remember. Uh, can I... I can't remember who posted it, and this Shall may this may not be any. Oh, there we go. Phil has put it in the chat. Yeah. yeah so he says we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for hate, next week. I fucking hate that. We're... For starters, we hear you. <laughs> Shut up. You t- oh, I fucking hate that. We hear you. Oh, thanks for hearing us. Like, shut up. I hate whenever a company Mm. or someone like that says, we hear you, it makes me want to punch them in the face. Just wait for when he says, the best place to play our games will still be on Xbox. That's that's what he's going to say. But anyway, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update um, event for next week uh, where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. I'm fascinated to know which way they go. I think because has has this been done before? It hasn't. Has it? How do you mean? Where a platform holder is like, right, we're going to put our exclusives on on the rival. Only platform. only when they've exited the hardware business entirely, yeah. which they're not going to mm-hmm. do. Like I really don't, when yeah, I don't, I don't think that's what this is. I I think this is a a play for the next generation. Mm. 
I think this is... Yeah, you can have Xbox games on your PlayStation six months later and they're going to be 70 quid. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. So that when you are next thinking about a hardware purchase, you're thinking, hmm, if I got an Xbox, they would have all been free and I'd have played them earlier. Mm. I don't think Starfield's the one to win you over. Uh, any any PS5 owners listening to this? But I can't um, wait to see what an audience that isn't trying to justify Starfield uh, <laughs> isn't react, how they react to that game. But I, I I think it's it's an extraordinarily long game they're playing with this. Mm. If if they are doing well, because well, that's the thing. It's like obviously, if these are all if these are all like native ports, mm. that's obviously a lot of work that needs to be done to get all of these games running on PS5. Yeah, or it's X Cloud. Now they they can't do that because how because that means they'd have no. to allow like PlayStation would have to allow X Cloud on on PlayStation and they're never going to do that. Yeah, because yeah, they're not. Uh, right. Yeah, because uh, they get nothing from right. that, do they? Whereas, mm. yeah. oh yeah, of course, because yeah, if they're if they're platform holder, then it'll be yeah, they'll get at least a little bit. I think this is mm. Matt. Like I think if if mm. look, I think it's either got to be very selective. I think it's got to be very selective. That's the end. Of and that it'll segment. be happening, mm. and it won't start until next year at least. Mm. I can I can mm. see it being single player games that uh, that are long gone. You know the, the you know uh, Starfield maybe so I don't think- in six months time to a year. I can't see them shifting all of their games. I can't see them selling no. all of their games on no, another system no. because just, then there is be- literally no reason to it's, buy an Xbox. It's, it's also just the amount of work it would take to mm-hmm. port all of those. Yeah, see, I yeah. agree with you that it won't be all of them. I don't think. I mean, despite my prediction or whatever forget about that yeah but, forget that forget but that it's, for I, I agree that it won't be all with them but i do think it like stuff like sea of thieves makes a lot mm. of sense to me because then you could yeah. massively yeah, grow yeah. the like the player base. doesn't to me yeah but why I, not it, it's already it's already on pc yeah i mm. mean star starfield and sea of thieves make a lot of sense because they're already on pc mm-hmm. plus like something like sea of thieves because obviously we know sony are trying to get loads of Games as a service, service yeah. games on the PS5. So, yeah, like could Sea of Thieves like steal a march on those and be like, well, here's a really good one. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> like we already made it. Um, that could be really for, interesting. For because... the Horizon games. No, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think we'll see either, I don't think we'll see either Halo or like Forza Horizon on those. Mind you saying that, if they're talking about Gears of War like being on the PlayStation, it's that's crazy. Like that, you know, because you'd have thought that's like a tentpole. Release for They're them, not it? talking about Gears of War though. Some that was the rumor. Yeah, that was the coming rumor, out and yeah. saying shit. Yeah, but we've heard like, like, I mean, oh, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't understand how. Look, my fear is that fucking Microsoft just like they become a publisher, and mm-hmm. my fear. Well, when I say my fear, is that that means it's Sony and Nintendo left. And to choose to choose from Nintendo, do their own thing, and it fucks fucks me off a bit. Mm. Whatever, uh, every now and then. But you know, I love their games, and uh, I cannot wait for their new hardware. Uh, Sony being the sole holder of that high end mm. gaming console market That's scares the shit out. Yeah, no, I agree without with any competition because it's, it's without any real competition, it scares the living shit out of me. But because could, it's not going to be good for consumers. But I can seriously, and, I, and and the same if Microsoft was in the same situation yeah. and Sony yeah, 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 were yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. the same, right? It's not a preference. Mm-hmm. It's just I, it worries me that there's going to be one alternative to Nintendo, and it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> see, I could yeah. see. 
I don't know. You see, I could kind of, as I said, with like the prediction, I could kind of see this happening to a degree because of the fact that it's a software company. You know, Microsoft are a software company. They have clearly changed their business strategy towards things like Game Pass and towards pushing software rather than hardware is like the platform. Sure. And it's pretty clear that the Series S and the Series X, they haven't probably shifted as they thought or hoped yeah, but, they were but going to. But the irony to. is that's not, that, that's not the hardware's fault. The hardware's fucking yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. It's a software exactly, yeah. shit. And that's why part of this doesn't make sense because like, if you look at the games that they're talking about bringing over to like PlayStation, sure, they'll probably make some money off it, but none of these games are like things that I think PlayStation owners, you know, people that only own PlayStations are desperate to play. No, that's what I'm saying. But Forza Horizon comes yes. out on Xbox. Yeah. That is one that you they'll go, holy shit. If you've not played a Forza Horizon game because you've only bought Sony consoles, mm-hmm. that that I'd be saying, yeah, play that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You'll, you'll mm-hmm. fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <sighs> I don't know what they're going to announce next week. It's fascinating. We live in a really weird time. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there is some weird shit going on in the gaming industry. Yeah. I can't call which way things are, things are going. You've got all sorts of, uh, you know, it feels like there hasn't been a genuine revolution for a long time, but, but but certainly for me, where I've gone, holy shit, this is where gaming's going and this is exciting. It's, uh, but that's the I thing, think that's been hampered by obviously COVID and, and, uh, and all sorts. But I'm sitting here now just going, fuck, where is but everything that, going? But that's what we thought. We thought that Game Pass was going to be that. Do you know what I mean? That, we really you know, did. The, the yeah, big sort of we thing. really and did. I mean, this to me also demonstrates that that hasn't done as well as they probably hoped it had, like in terms of... Which, long term, there's a lot of arguments for why that's, that might be a good thing, right? Maybe it's it's probably healthy in a lot of ways if Game Pass isn't like the future. Mm. But mm. yeah, as you say, it's clearly Microsoft are thinking about other avenues. I mean, the, yeah, and, sorry, I was just going to say, the, the again, this yeah. is... Rumor and hearsay, but someone, someone on Twitter, a a journalist was either either saying it was a theory or saying that he'd heard that this had been leaked potentially by mm. someone at Microsoft because apparently, if this is true, there's a bit of a schism over this change, mm-hmm. and potentially it could have been leaked by someone who is not happy at the decision that's been made. Mm -hmm. So, Well, we don't know what the decision is yet at this point, so we can't really... But but it it is just, you know, it just shits me up that, you know, Sony, I've got Sony and Nintendo and that's it. That's... Because honestly, (laughs) you just look at it and just go... Why? Why would people pay out for an Xbox at that point? It'd be honestly. Why would people pay out for an Xbox at that point? Well, you you buy one so that you can get Game Pass and get those games cheaper. No, but you won't though because mm. that's clearly not happening. Mm. I know, but for yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, one of the biggest tragedies for this as well is if Microsoft were gone, like as in terms of hardware, we'd have just have Sony designed hardware and it looks awful. It's like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look shit. <laughs> also, doesn't this completely just like wipe out all the plans that leaked from Microsoft last year. No, of course it doesn't. No, no because because you still they're still I don't think they're going to leave like Xbox hardware. Like they're not going to do that. It's just going to be no. we are also releasing these games on other platforms, but the best place to play it is on our platform, you mm. know, like day and date Xbox, you know, day one all that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, you know. What what right. Okay. So so let's say that that's the thing. Mm. 
they they release a, a next generation console. They say our approach now is to all our games can appear on the that will be available on Sony's console, but a little bit later, mm. and you have to pay full price for them, right? Mm. Your console sales will go down. I don't think there's any, yeah, like uh, I don't think there's any. But so where do third parties sit? When does it become a point where they go? Well, there's no point in fucking well, making an Xbox version of this. I guess it depends, isn't it? They, they'll work out the numbers as to whether it's mm. worth porting them across. Exactly. Yeah. So, so if that starts happening and third party support starts dipping, mm. so what happens to why? Seriously, I mean, who's going to buy an Xbox console? Well, no, because I mean, Game Pass will keep it going. It all. I think as well. I think it's one of those things where it's like people. Say yeah. Say for example, it's yeah. Eventually, these games will come to PS Five. But if you want them in Game Pass and you want to play them day one, people will buy an Xbox for that if the games are good. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh. I just don't think they will. They, they, they. I just don't think they will. I, Not I anytime think- soon. But as I say, I think this is a play for the next mm. whether it's a, a half a step or a full step. The next hardware generation, or, or if they, or if. <clears throat> Or if they continue to do the route of having that more affordable option mm, for true, right, yeah. for families, for people on that lower mm-hmm. budget, because um, you know, yeah, yeah, being the, yeah, the, the best second console sort of, yeah, yeah like you know, not everyone, not but everyone can again, afford a PS Five. So, but again, my argument would be that the less they sell of their hardware, the less of the people they have in their um, ecosystem, mm. the less likely third parties are gonna are gonna release games on their console and saying, oh yeah, they can, but you know the appeal would be to do it on Game Pass. They're not gonna want to do that. Like, they do, oh, if I want an Xbox, if I want my game on Xbox for that small amount of people or that smaller amount of people, then I have to release it on Game Pass. Like, it's you know what I really wish that they had done with this, which is impossible now, is that. They should you see they should have done like the three DO plan for this, you know. Like whereby whereby no no whereby what I mean is by the Xbox is a successful three DO. No, no, but that's because (laughs) that was because it was a tiny company that was doing that. Whereas if what I'm saying is that you have Xbox put out like the Xbox is like a reference console and then other manufacturers also can produce you know, Xbox compatible mm-hmm. machines versions of it, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know, as and then they can still make money through you know through selling Xbox OS you know that goes on those consoles, and then you mm. get a lot of innovation where you'll get other companies that will be coming out with all sorts of stuff, you know, to uh, you know to release consoles. But then does that not make things difficult for developers if there's no 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 different... because they all have to they all still work to the same spec, which are which right, are the okay. you know the the Xbox spec. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of where my thought process was at when we were talking predictions for this year, and I said a Microsoft handheld console, mm. but not made by Microsoft, an Xbox handheld mm. console, but not made mm-hmm. by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Now that makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm in, really interested to see what com- news comes out next week. Mm. Um, but it is and funny because I'm, I'm not arguing them- with you, James. I'm not arguing with you, but, <laughs> but. Um, I was the same when I heard when I was rattling off games in my head. Yeah, I could see Starfield going to PS Five. I could see that. Mm. Could I see Sea of Thieves? Maybe, maybe I could see that. Could I see Forza Horizon? Yeah, and it's like no, it's like exactly. why? Because everyone knows that that game is incredible, and you can only play it on Xbox and like, PC. Could you even see mm. like Master Chief Collection appearing on PlayStation? I just can't imagine them doing that. That would just be. <laughs> 
Wild. Yeah, but we've got Sonic on Nintendo consoles, James. Yeah, so it's all I mean, it sounds like I mean as well. <laughs> okay, okay. It did start on Nintendo consoles, but Final Fantasy seven through to twelve were all mm-hmm. PlayStation exclusives. Mm-hmm. And then thirteen came out on both. Mm. Fifteen came out yeah. on both. And then and sixteen yeah, and then went prior back to, to it. prior to seven, it was all Nintendo. Yeah. Because that, that, that wasn't money. much of an alternative at that point, I guess. No, true. <laughs> I was wondering how much money that Microsoft pays to make that happen. <laughs> it's just, it's going to be fascinating because obviously, even when we do get the announcement, whatever it is, it's going to be, be like, right, and we'll see in five mm. years how this yeah. really pans out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's weird. I just don't understand the move. Like, honestly, I just mm. don't understand the move. It's that if money. that's the case, you know, it's, uh, you know. Some no, somebody there, joke, James. But that that's not an answer. Money. But it is because somebody <laughs> somebody there has figured out, or they've worked out that they. It's the whole thing of you know of the you know what does people say nowadays? Like leave they've left money on the table. You know, with these games that they could be picking up if they really sit on right. the consoles. And if it was that simple, I'd agree. But when you consider the amount of money they will lose from the revenue of their own store. Mm. That's See, that quite a big thing, right? That's the thing because that. So this is what I was thinking about earlier when I was about this is that that's it's it's the Xbox Store actually with the you know with the thirty percent or whatever that they're you know, they're making off each of those that are coming out. That's the bigger concern because the hardware they don't seem to be making any money off that anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, of course, it's not which, the thing, is, which is normal. Keeping the lock but, into the store is the is the thing. Exactly, yeah. and the more people you lose from that ecosystem, the more money you're going to lose from your storefront. Like it's. Oh, I think it's wild. Mm. I think it's wild. I can't wait to hear. And we don't even know the news yet. Let's face it. He mm. might come out mm. and say, this is all bullshit. Like, we're continuing. Like, yeah. Xbox is still a huge brand for us. We are not going to start releasing all games. Uh, we Imagine will if it was re- the other way around. What's that? We're getting Last of Us on the Xbox, yeah. guys. On Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, download yeah, it now. <laughs> no, but, but, but like, like the, you know... Uh, if he comes out next week and says we're releasing Sea of Thieves on on PlayStation because we want to expand mm-hmm. the user base or whatever, you go, okay, I could kind of see that. No one's buying Sea of Thieves at this point. Mm-hmm. I kind of get that they release it free to play or something on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, right? But I, if it's something that I can understand, but if it's all these rumours about loads of games coming to PlayStation, mm-hmm. that's where I go. How the fuck is that going to work? Like, but we've been over that. Apologies to the listener who asked us to stop talking about Xbox versus PlayStation. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Well, yeah, maybe if uh, things weren't uh, so no, no, obvi- weird and messy, mm. you wouldn't... Mm. Be, like, this is, yeah. this is, this is potentially wild, huge yeah. because it's mm-hmm. potentially a massive change and In massive shake-up to yeah. the sort of two-console split that we've had since mm-hmm. the Xbox came out. And Nintendo right. kind of moved into like their sort of third place thing. Like that's how things have been. You've had Xbox, PlayStation fighting it out, and then you've had just Nintendo making all the money. Yeah, just do, <laughs> just doing whatever they want, making all the own money because no one like so. And yeah, it's been that way for what yeah, nearly wow. 20, 20 years at this point. Yeah. Like so, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. that's particularly like that's potentially like a massive change to that is is a big deal. 
Yeah, it is a big deal. Um, and and uh, like, if you're emailing us asking us to stop talking about Microsoft versus Xbox, I mean, we're a computer game show podcast, which we we got, we talk about like, do you know what I mean? Can't Come we on, just talk about the games? Yeah, I mean, I mean, t- <laughs> there are none. It's yeah, January. it's February. <laughs> also, also as well as like, I've seen what else is on this list. It's it's either Xbox news or it's layoffs news. Like, yeah, mm. this, this is this is all you get for now because there's not much else happening. Yeah. Welcome to 2024, baby. I mean, that, right, that's the other thing that I was, you see. One of the other pieces of news which I should have moved up in the dock actually is that I mean, Xbox revenues are up uh, 49% following Activision Blizzard acquisition, and so yeah, I mean, cool. their content and services revenue is up 61%. Uh, the number of hours streamed by users of Xbox Cloud Gaming rose by 44%. But we don't know from what. Like we don't know, yeah, we don't know any say, of these yeah. numbers. Yeah, what yeah, they yeah. mean. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, someone, right. uh, but they were taking the piss out of me in the chat because I said Microsoft versus Xbox at one point during that rant. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> it was quite a funny episode title, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft versus Xbox. <laughs> that, is that. That is a good title. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, let's move on to the state of play because there was a state of play last week that we watched and we talked over it. And there was, it was a, all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was all right. There's a whole bunch of things. Um, Lack of surprises again, but mm. we went into it with a lecture from Sean about how we shouldn't expect surprises mm-hmm. anymore, and uh, and we stuck to it. We all came away <laughs> feeling all right. Yeah, yeah, and that's the <laughs> main. Thing. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what you want to talk about with it, but do we want to? Should we go through any of I these? I like really liked the um, what was the action game? Stella Blade. The, that looked pretty good, actually. Mm. I watched that trailer yes. again and went, actually. I might be up for this. Some deeply look- impractical outfits. Yeah. But, yeah. The, the ac- if you like that sort of thing, I suppose. The action James looks does. good, but the character design looks like it's come off the front of a graphics card 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's. 100%. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> um, Helldivers 2 looked pretty good. Yeah. I'm still so excited about that. Yeah. This looks, this and- looks really good. It's, yeah. it's, Thank you, it's, Sarah, because I've been trying to tell this lot and they're not having it. It's, oh, yeah, <laughs> but you say about everything, Sean. It's like Matt with the pun no, jokes. Don't. Why don't you react to mum, the, Matt's pun, pun jokes? Oh, because we hear them all day, every day. Like Sean going, oh, go look at this. It's cr- crew rescuers. Play that. It's the best game ever. What are you talking about, Sean? John, have you heard of a game called Crew Rescuers? Yeah, it's really good. Okay, I'll play it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Helldivers 2 looks legitimately good though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then what else did we have? There was the, so can you explain the Sonic thing, James? Because I didn't really I can't remember what Sonic Generations was or why why is there a new one? Is it not already a new one? So okay. I just, this is as far as I know, because my Sonic knowledge is not <laughs> yeah. that great, honestly, for like this stuff. Nah. And uh oh, no. <laughs> it's so full of shit. No, it's we all know you're it's was, you're the expert, so But no, right. you know that Sonic Sonic Generations came out what was it? Was it like two thousand twelve or something like that? It was a while ago. And it was oh god, I thought this was one of the recent like remakes, is it? Right, right, so this so. is an old one. And then okay. so that that was the one that mixed up like two D and three D sections that that's you know, right. to sort of show the different generations, you know, of, of Sonic. And uh, this seems to be good, that kind of remastered with Shadow stuff as well. And, yeah. Cool. But but the remaster, I mean, it didn't look great now and it didn't look great. Th- but I don't, I no, don't get uh, what they've remastered. This, this is obviously mm. because they got, there's Sonic the Hedgehog 3's coming out this year. And this is probably yeah. a tie-in. But it's it? one of those games, I don't, I feel bad saying this, right? Because I do think, and you know how much we love Life is Strange, but I do also think Life is Strange is a bit like this. 
it's one of those games where it's like, look, there's there's an audience there that's significant enough that will buy fucking anything we put out. <laughs> well, stop laughing. I'm being serious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I reckon <laughs> there's a, they go look if we just release this, we know we'll make a hundred thousand sales, and that is a fucking I, lot of know, money. I'm just waiting much to see that with Sonic 06. Yeah, I mean, Dave's right. There must be a number below which you will not go with the yeah, Sonic game. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. There's a guaranteed minimum amount of income from putting any Sonic shit out. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, this is, this is one of those. And uh, yeah, same with Life is Strange. Honestly, I guarantee that at some point they, they're going, well, we could just release a Life is Strange game and we know a certain audience will buy it. Because, mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's maybe less so with Life is Strange, but definitely with Sonic. And James is one of them. Yep. It's not true. I, I didn't buy the most recent one. So there you go. You will do. I'm waiting for it to go down in price. Fake it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. uh, what else was good? Dave the Diver's coming to the PlayStation. With Godzilla. News, With Godzilla. Yeah. You really like that, James. Really? Put yeah, I, that on the Switch. Yeah, yeah it's definitely I, I need to hashtag get it. perfect for Portal. Oh, it is perfect for Portal. Oh, yeah, God, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Judas. Judas looks fucking great. I'm well up for that. Um, just looks like Bioshock. Does yeah. look a lot like Bioshock, <laughs> but then Bioshock. you know it's been like uh, a decade or something. It was cool. I thought it was cool to hate Bioshock. Oh no, mm. Bi- Bi- Bioshock is great. So yeah. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. Every time you do that, I'm going to remind what? you that we had a what? really personal conversation the night we both completed it, saying about how great it was. No, I'm I know. Do, I'm going to bring it up every time. No, every I know. Time. The, I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying Bioshock Infinite was shit because it clearly wasn't. <laughs> There was Just some there were some shit bits, bits in. It. Yeah, the <laughs> ghost bit was one of the worst things I played in my gaming era. But, but uh, I yeah. like the bit where the, you found out about the finger. What about that? Mm. Oh, but it couldn't have happened. I don't care. I like the bit where you found out about the finger. Shut up. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I still wish, and I say this every time it comes up, if someone could make a combat-free mod for Bioshock Infinite, I would yeah. walk through that entire game again. Yeah, just to every look now and then and... I boot up and do the intro again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, yeah it's fucking stunning to look at. Mm. And then when you go back and like, see all the stuff that you missed the first time, like yep. it's Fight Club or something, it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I really like the look of Judas. I am looking forward mm. to playing that yeah. game. V Rising looks really good. I know it's been out on PC for a little while, but I've heard of... Which one was that? I don't think it's I like the top-down... Top down. Yeah. Yeah, real goth oh, yeah, yeah, looking yeah. one. Um, yes. Yeah, that looks really good. Okay. Sil- um, Silent Hill 2 does not. <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? Uh, because they just showed a load of combat. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess if the, if the point they were trying to make was like, if you like Silent Hill 2, you know the story's already good, but you know the combat sucked, so we've made the combat good now. But, but I don't think anyone no one, no. wants a Silent Hill yeah, no, like no, I don't think anyone was like, no oh no, could, you could do it again, but make it like Resident Evil Four. No one asked for yeah, that. Like, it's literally, like... <laughs> no one was asking for that. But yeah, yeah, but nobody it's... was asking for Blooper Team to do it either. Yeah, but... I was, I was going to say, like, to 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 have the first gameplay reveal of the Silent Hill Two remake be a combat showcase, which is how <laughs> like the trailers listed as on YouTube. Mm. It's. Of course, like it's it's such a bloober team move to do because they right they do not understand anything. 
<laughs> like I always, I always, right, I always right. try and temper like what I say about about developers because I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, it is still a lot of people who have worked really, really hard. But fuck them. Yeah, but like, oh, <laughs> uh, the, the medium was yeah, yeah. Medium was terrible. Yeah. Le- the first layers of it started off okay, and then just got absolutely terrible by the end. Um, yeah, Blueber team are a terrible developer that does not un- <laughs> does not understand horror or horror storytelling in the slightest. So yeah, uh, they they are they are the people that look at Silent Hill two and go, oh well, the the, the combat could be better. The story could be the story's a bit confusing, so let's make the story less confusing and the combat better. That will make it a better game. They probably mm-hmm. fully believe that what they are doing is the that is the right thing to do. I mean, yeah. and the medium um, had really concerning mm, messages as well. By the yeah, end. It really did. Just, but also yeah. in the same way that Silent Hill, the short message does. But mm. we will get oh, we yeah. will get onto so, that. I'm looking forward to hearing about <laughs> that. Until Dawn Remake, fine. If you've not played that game, it doesn't then need play that it, game. Though. It's good fun. doesn't need it. It still it's, looks it's, so good. It looks fine. It's serviceable. Mm. It's, it's a good game. It's a great game. Uh, the Death Stranded 2 trailer, if you didn't see my reaction to it, <laughs> pissed me off so much. Because it's just honestly, look, I'm not a fan of Kojima. I think I decided that a while back now that mm. I just, his bullshit just pisses me off. Like, it just, there's some people trying to oh, look, oh, isn't it clever? It's not clever. The, 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 the Death Stranding trailer is honestly, do you know what it felt like? You know, if you're not into football and you watched mm. fantasy football with uh, D- Dave uh, Badil and Frank Skinner, mm. and you go, oh, this is just the normal football. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> isn't it funny? Right? Yeah, that's what someone that's not into Kojima feels like when they watch a <laughs> Death Stranded 2 track. Oh, the, the gloves are talking now, are they? Right, fine. <laughs> okay, there's a, pup, there's a puppet in there. And it's I don't think the gloves were rate. talking, but they is were it? sentient. But yeah, there was shit, a little pocket. There was a like in, sort of like it was in its own sort of and stop you know motion what kills animation. Me is that Matt's like, wow, that's amazing, and I'm like, no, it's not amazing. Like, well, what? Oh, it's a wallet that that is sick, and you've got to keep feeling <laughs> feeding the wallet. Anyone can make up shit like that. Because the, the thing is, hate someone's creative <laughs> vision, David. <laughs> no, but to be, be fair, James, right? I, I haven't played Death Stranding properly. I have started it again on the yeah, Steam so Deck this week, but but. Everyone, I, even everyone I know who really likes that game admits the story's fucking bobbing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it, it's, yeah, and, like, and if thing, anything, the game gets better when the story's over, yeah. and you can just play it. The whole thing about the story that game that's it. impressive is the imagery, and yeah, it, yeah. that's yeah. What yeah. like that imagery yeah. of that stuff of the the things floating yeah. in the air, like that, mm. all that shit. I'm into right, like mm. I love that. It gets ridiculous when it's like it's a, it's a toothbrush and a skateboard. Because it, you just think a kid could come up with that shit, Kojima. Like, this isn't impressive or interesting or fascinating. <laughs> it's we, a wise cracking puppet at a slower you frame rate. Right? The guy you with the guitar him. that turned into a gun. <laughs> Fireball. Yeah, all of that stuff, you know. Well, it's I, I, like. I just can't, I don't fall for it. Well, it's like, because when <laughs> I, I started playing Death Stranding, and yeah, like the, mm. the gameplay as well is really good the whole like mm. traversal it's nice and chill yeah. and you kind of like and that's the thing and, and like and we should we should acknowledge like kojima's got i mean obviously it's not just him i know it's problematic to be like oh he does everything himself he like his games have got better at that stuff mm. Melga right. solid 5 is a fucking great like open world game in the way mm. the others weren't and then death stranding sort of continues that in some ways 
But so I think it's important to acknowledge he got better yeah. at that stuff. But yeah. with but with but, Death Stranding, like especially like early in the game when it's just like mm. cutscene after cutscene after cutscene, and there's about mm. every sentence has got like two or three new proper nouns <laughs> that you've never heard before, and I'm like, but people slap so, people. Some of them never get explained, no, right? But yeah, people <laughs> slag off Kingdom Hearts for the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Why, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, let's not pretend that like yeah, Kingdom Hearts got fucking Buzz Lightyear in it so go fuck yourself yeah. like I <laughs> but like- I, I enjoy I enjoy <laughs> weird shit that sometimes isn't explained but mm. that yeah, but is not when that it's is just old not when not when it is only that yeah. like the oh, like last I think episode I said- of that fucking oh. show you watch James uh, uh, oh, the, the curse. curse yeah oh. <laughs> yeah Anyone can do that. Mm. That's not. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if Kojima was just like, yeah, no, I just thought this stuff was cool. It's when Mm -hmm. people are trying to put in layers and layers and layers and layers of meaning and like metaphor and like making it out to be this big Mm. deep. Like, just let him make weird, cool shit for the sake of it just being (laughs) weird and cool. It's like, like, it's that sort of. I thought that looked cool. And yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, it does. It's like, <laughs> yes, well, the, yeah. the thing that, and I think I mentioned this before, like, yeah, when I, when I first tried to play Death Stranding and everyone's going, oh, oh BTs. Oh my God. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, there's BTs. Oh, there's weird shit's happening. And, I, and so after a bit, I was like, right, what the, what the fuck are BTs? I'm going to look, I'm just going to look it up. Right. I'm going to allow myself to just look this up because it's annoying me. And then I was reading it and I was like, right, spirits trapped between world of the living. Right. They're ghosts. They're just ghosts. Right, <laughs> like you don't have to call them something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah. ghosts. It's, they that's fine. Ghosts. <laughs> like, uh, right. Look, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that love Hideo Kojima's stuff, and fair play, man. Like, if you're into his stuff, if you're into his stuff. I just, from someone like me, I look at it, and just go, okay, all right. What is he doing now? He's climbing on the fucking walls, is he? Why? Because he's got octopus hands. <laughs> It, like what okay has he got that? there was he, there yeah. was an octopus girl in metal gear solid 4 uh yeah, yeah the ones that come and gave you a hug yeah i heard a rumor about that go on that, right I, I, what was the rumor because they were bosses right yeah and then once you broke them out of their monster form, they started coming to try and give you a hug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to shoot them before they got near they got near yeah, you. Yeah, because they'd like but drain your rumor, health. Yeah. But if I heard a rumour that if you just put your gun away and just let them hug you, they disappeared because that's all they wanted was love. But no one has ever confirmed that to me or whether that was bollocks <laughs> is it, or not. Is this like uh Sif in Dark Souls? Like, oh this this rumour that you don't actually have to kill him. Yes you do. Shut up. Stop making me feel bad. <laughs> Oh, really? no. There was a rumor that you. Could... Oh no, he's an optional boss, Sean. No, he wasn't. No, no he not, wasn't. it's not optional because no. you know it's like two thirds into the fight, he starts like limping. Yeah. So some that's... people are like, "Oh shit, is this like a point where I can be like, no, I don't, I don't want to fight you now." No, no you okay. have to kill him. Yeah, kill him. All right, okay, yeah. I, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Some of the shit Kojima's done is fucking incredible. Like, I, I, I love all the, the, you know, the sort of full, full broken stuff and all that sort of shit. But I do, uh, I do refute the, you know, people are like, no one else. It's doing stuff like it's like play like any indie game for God's sake. Yeah, <laughs> like there's plenty of people doing weird imaginative play stuff. Play full guys. And then this is the other thing as well because Kojima's always come across to me as someone that really did you know wants to make films and stuff, and now he's ama- he's announcing his what appears to be a film slash game crossover thing mm. <laughs> at the end of the. Uh... So this was... is there anything more like? Did it really end on that? 
because is that to me that's like a real like sort I don't of, think it ended on that I thought didn't uh, it end on Death Stranding 2 I don't remember no, it was after Death Stranded 2 because okay. I was kicking off about Death Stranded 2 and he went, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you about my new project now. Mm. It's a it's a sort of it's a film it's and a game. Not Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's not Metal well, Which I fine, I'm more than happy for him to do another Metal Gear Solid. Like we'll see. Yeah, we'll see I, I just, uh, yeah, we're about to end it mm-hmm. by yeah. telling us that something might be coming. I don't know. Um Okay, that was quick, it. Wasn't a quick bad mentioned Dragon's thing. Dogma two. They showed more of that. Oh, of I'm so fucking excited about it. I, I just I love the fact that it's just. So my understanding is Hideaki Itsuno who's making it. My understanding is basically he he told Capcom right. I've done like hit after hit, and now I want to make Dragon's Dogma two. Like it's time, <laughs> and it's like it's like he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, if you look at all the preview stuff, he's yeah, he's just saying like, yeah, if you've got fast travel in your RPG, it means your RPG's boring. I'm not putting fast travel in this time, <laughs> right? And, it's, it <laughs> and did. it's just all this stuff that's just so willfully weird. Like, I'm so excited about it. it. Sorry, it, Sarah. It did make me laugh watching the talks over that you guys did. And David, you mm. were going on about, because obviously it was playing like loads of the dialogue and you were going on about all the like really high fantasy talk, all the like these and nows. <laughs> and you were like, oh, like you, you really like Dark Souls though. And that is the I most know. like high fantasy <laughs> bullshit the first time, dialogue the first time this. ever. <laughs> Yeah, but I just run past those people. <laughs> the the the, uh, the first time I come across like the uh, what is it with the full uh, the crest? Oh, what's it called? The warrior, crestfallen, crestfallen warrior. Yeah. warrior. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, stranger, I must gather to find. The- I was just like, right, I'm off. <laughs> just, just all right, mate. Fine. You I would. Have you, you played Dragon's Dogma, Dave? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. You would though. hate it. Um, really? It's full of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I really struggle. It's just like, just tell me a normal story, mate. You know what I mean? I get, I get like that speak with normal. Uh, just speak. Yeah, I get like that. Proper English, yeah. Like Star Wars and stuff as well, like where they go, where they're like, "Oh, that's Blibble from Glyph." <laughs> I just go, well, oh, just the Mandalorian was really bad for that. Like mm. where you know they must have been sitting around a book for a We could need a new planet name. I know uh, Briffle. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Next. Anyone else for another one? Glick 7. Glick 7. Yeah, let's put that one down. Like, it's that sort of shit that it just mm. makes you go, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, right, okay, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that, that... Pretty, pretty good state of play. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was it decent. Was um, also, The Last of Us Part 3 could be happening, because uh, Neil Druckmann has now it's said... It's definitely happening. Why the fuck say. would you not do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, oh. this is what he had said, he says, I don't have a story, but I do have that concept that to me is as exciting as Part 1, as exciting as Part 2. It's his own thing, it, it, there's still a through line for all the three games. So it does feel like there's probably one more chapter to this story. Druck- Druckmann now has two amazingly successful games, and... It, which has spawned an amazingly successful TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like season two of that TV show is going to be The Last of Us 2. Mm. Why would you not do A Last of Us 3 at this point? You are, that is, talk well, about we, turning we, money down. Are we going to potentially end up in that weird territory where the TV show outpaces the games? Mm-hmm. I can't see that happening. <laughs> no chance. I don't... Oh, actually... The, it could be as good as Game of money. Thrones. It, the games <laughs> would make more money, right? 
Um, yeah, because they'll re-release it about 17 times. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And also the fact that if you... I think you're less like. I think they're less likely to lose an audience if they release the game first before the film than uh, the TV show than the other way around. Mm. Because yeah. there will be people that watch the TV show and then go, "Well, I don't really want to play a ten-hour game now based around a story that I've already." Been yeah, told. you're going to get more more game people watching the telly show than you're going to get telly people wanting yeah. to play the game. So, because there's so many yeah. people who enjoyed the TV show and they're like, "Oh, apparently there's some game it's based on." I don't know. I've never heard of it. Like, it's yeah. The the reach of that TV show has been enormous. <laughs> you spit in their face. It's <laughs> like, yeah. get out, go away from I me. Played you're not one of my people. Seven hours of that game, so I'm better than you. <laughs> I got to meet you. Did you play the game, Sean? Yeah, I did. I got to meet in Bill. What a character. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit character, actually. Why? I've not seen the TV show. Was it good in that? Was there a bit in a gym where you fought a big mega zombie <laughs> thing? No, there wasn't. Okay, a TV show sounds better then. Uh, is the point I was making. Is there any other news? Oh, yeah, just that Sonic funny. 3 seems to be happening because Jim Carrey's going to be in it as Dr. Robotnik again. But yeah. Uh, Sonic 1, the film, was really good. Yeah. Like the Sonic yeah. 1, the game. Sonic 2, a bit divisive, but still did really well. Uh, Sonic 2, the game. Uh, we get this Sonic and Knuckles territory. So is this? No, isn't isn't <laughs> be the last good one? Isn't this the one that's going to have Shadow and he's being voiced by Hayden yes. Christensen? As oh, is in, that confirmed? I, I've I've seen it, is, people it, asking for it or something. Oh, I don't know if we, yeah, yeah, I've I've got, I've got no idea. Oh, it's really good. We've got an Idris Elba Knuckles TV show coming as well. Oh, really? Yeah. They haven't, have they? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know what to think of this. I hope it's good. I enjoyed the first two films. Uh, James didn't for some no, I, reason. I loved the first one. I thought it was great, but the second one I thought was really average. Didn't like it that much. It was all right. You still not seen the second one, have you, Sean? I haven't. No, I think pretty sure it's on Netflix now or something. Yeah, so give it a fucking go, mate. It. I thought it was decent. I like the bit where it just turns into bridesmaids for a bit <laughs> for <laughs> literally no reason. <laughs> and you forget Sonic's even in it for about <laughs> half an hour. Um, uh, but I, I had time for it. I had time for it. Okay, that's coming then. Next, that's, it. Is that that's it? all I got. Yeah. Well, then let's get to what you've been playing. And I think we should probably start with Silent Hill, the short <laughs> message, which is, what is this? So is this is a promotional thing for the new game, but it's completely separate, right? It's not a demo of the game that's coming out. No, it is a, like like the name implies, it is, it is very, it is a whole game that yeah. is very short. It's like two hours. Um right. And it is first person, so more like PT than mm-hmm. the uh, Silent Hill 2 remake, which is going to be third person. Um, yeah, uh, new new character, new story. It is just this short little mini Silent Hill game. And So what's it like? Sarah and James, you've been playing it. Sarah, you start, because... I know James has got a lot to say about not, not, this. Not really pretty much more than Sarah's already going to say. <laughs> okay, let's, let's hear it then. It is... Can I swear? Yeah. <laughs> it is, no, it no, is... No, we don't do swearing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Fucking awful. 
I've, you watch your mouth. You, it is. You kiss your mother with that mouth. It is <laughs> hot garbage. It is terrible. What? It's Why? so bad. Um, so it it's it starts off because like the, the the character you play as is like a teenage girl, and it starts off with this like voiceover from her going oh everyone should be alone you can't trust people and i was like okay cool i already don't like her been there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it comes across as like real edgy teenager um mm. it then becomes very apparent that it is trying to be pt in that mm. you keep going you go through the same zones the same zone and it keeps looping and gets spookier and spooky as you go along, but it already starts uh, off spooky. Bit of it already I, starts I, off spooky. I, 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 I dispute the fact that it gets spookier and spookier. <laughs> it's uh, when I when I, I, I say. I guess you disputed that. Yeah. When you went, uh, uh. I mean, it's when I say when I say spooky, I don't mean genuinely scary. I just mean like kind of like messed up looking and has more no. like graffiti with like no hope and more messed up dolls and stuff like yeah yeah really 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 generic um and then and basic gameplay is literally there is a bit of you wandering around in first person really really slowly while the girl either talks too much or just doesn't say anything when like things happen she just won't react to it and then she'll just talk loads about things which don't really mean anything no, so like what did she do about? she's she's constantly so basically she is getting texts from this girl called maya who is her friend and her friends like come and meet me i'm at this place and she'll constantly she she keeps seeing like maya's graffiti in because basically you're in like this like high-rise building that's in like massive disrepair graffiti everywhere it's fallen apart and she keeps getting texts from maya and then she keeps talking about like maya's graffiti and then there's this bit where you have this like flashback and then all of a sudden there's like these creepy mannequins that are meant to look like jocks, like high school jocks. There's like 10 of right. them like surrounding you like instantly. And she just doesn't say anything about them ever. <laughs> um, and yeah, basically it turns out and trigger warning for discussion of, you know, Mental, serious serious mental health suicide self-harm um about 10 minutes into it you get a flashback of her the girl going into the bathroom of her house because her mum's shouting abuse at her and Ooh. she grabs a razor blade off of the bathroom and like you don't it, you see almost everything of her self-harming and i was like oh okay i I'm actually angry at this game now because yeah, that's yeah, yeah. just gross. That doesn't need mm. to be in it. Um, mm -hmm. And then it basically, then there's, I'm going to give spoilers because it, if you think you're worried about spoilers in this game, just don't also be. Don't, you can't spoil don't play don't play it. Yeah, yeah no, don't, play, don't play it. I mean, I must admit, I got 25, 30 minutes into it and I was like, I can't be bothered with this. And I watched the rest of it on YouTube. So I didn't play it all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, then it basically turns out that you find this thing, and basically it turns out that this this building is really famous because girls keep killing themselves off of it. Girls jump from the... Loads of girls, mm -hmm. young women, 
Apparently it's famous for young women killing themselves off of this top of the building. Um, and then you find out, oh, big twist, the Maya, because the main character is also texting another friend of hers. And it turns out that Maya, the graffiti artist, is dead and has been dead for a little while. Um, yeah. And then the other like aspect of the gameplay is you get chased by this really stupid looking monster. And you basically, you're kind of doing the slow exploration. It will start to get a little bit speaky. It will do the Silent Hill peely walls thing. And then all of a sudden, the most insane, like, high-tempo chase music kicks in. You see the monster, <laughs> and you just have to run through these mazes, like, until you get to the end. And then you go back to really slow-paced, boring exploration. And then you'll go through a door, and suddenly you will be in a chase, and you will just have to run. And I was like, I can't bother with these chases. And that was the point I decided to stop doing it. Um, was, but the- yeah. Sorry, go on. So I was going to say, and also the worst thing about these mazes is they're just, it's trial and error, like, mm. of like running around these mazes. There's nothing you can do, that, there's no combat, obviously, whatsoever, but that, yeah, that's fine. But there's also like no real indication of where you're supposed to go. And so you're just running around blindly, mostly. I mean, okay, occasionally there's like some lights that will be like, oh, okay, probably I should go that way. And, but they, even that, it's like, oh no, you've got to go around, around a corner and then you've got to go around a thing to try and distract it so it goes somewhere else or whatever. And I, I got to the point when I was playing it, cause I played it for about an hour and a half, like on stream. And I just got to the point where I was just like, fuck this. Like this is, this is ridiculous. Like this is complete. This, this is not engaging. This is not fun as a mechanic. This being like being chased. Mm. Like you can, you can do that in a really effective way. Like, you know, being chased. I know like Matt hates it. Like in games when they, when they do stuff like that. Yeah. But this is so, because of the trial and error aspect of it, you just get to the point where you're like, Oh, okay. Caught again. Have I? And, and yeah, it's so, it just so strange to, to add out. like yeah. to add such a bullshit trial and error thing. Like yeah. it's like you've already decided this is going to be a short game. Yeah, yeah. Why is it? it feels like you're dragging it out almost. Well, the, the, like so, the first this three of them. The first two you literally just have to run and get to the end of the maze. The first one you can get through mm. quite quickly. I'm guessing the same with the second one, but the third mm. one you have to run around and find these like three photos and then right. get out. And the YouTube video that I watched, which was literally just no, no streamer, no one talking over it, literally just straight gameplay. The person mm. took maybe like 10, 15 minutes in this one maze and they were just running around. And because, because your character automatic, the girl automatically like switches into a sprint for the mazes. And obviously the monster yeah. is quite fast. So you mm. just have to run. And it's like all the, the, the area you're in like it all looks the same so i'm like i don't know how you are supposed to learn how to get around to find Mm. these things and then get to the entrance because you're yeah you're having to run through it so fast and it all looks the same like i don't know how you're supposed to learn how to get through it but then like how did you get through it then i mean i didn't at this point this was this was this was long after yeah, so I sacked it off yeah. and decided to just watch it on YouTube. But even oh, but oh, even, oh, oh, but even right. the YouTuber spent like twenty minutes on it and was just yeah, running around in circles. I had to fast forward through it because they were taking too long to get out of it. Because <laughs> it's just trial and error. Like you just have mm. to keep like memorizing where you've gone and just keep doing it over and over again until eventually you get it right. That's not fun. But I I, I just felt like this all sounds like uh, clearly they wanted to play off of PT. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the. It's clearly what they wanted to do. 
And if you remember, there was a lot of trial and error stuff in PT. There was loads of stuff that you just didn't even know how to mm. do. There was stuff in that game that supposedly, I don't even know if it's still real, but you have to say something but into that, the microphone so, at the right time and all that, that sort so of shit. So that, that was always intentional. Um, I hate to go back to Kojima, but Kojima's idea for it was that everyone, people would be discussing it on hell yeah, forums yeah. and streams and social media to try and figure out what the hell this thing is, how to complete it. And he he was expecting it to be like a couple of weeks before people figured out how to unlock that the Silent Hills trailer. So that was intentional. Mm. With this, mm-hmm. it's just bad design. But like you, you then as like the story goes on, you find out that the girl you're playing as, so she's called Anita. You find out that she got jealous because Maya was too friendly with Amelia, her other friend. Um, And so Anita basically tricked Maya into killing herself. This comes at like the end of the second act. So I was like, oh, it seems a bit weird that they're revealing this now. And Anita, because Anita, at the end of the first act, she gets to the top of the roof and she throws herself off and dies but then goes into the second loop you get to the end you found out that you know she's the one responsible for Maya killing herself so she kills herself and she goes into the third loop and I'm like well at this point like that seems like the end of the story so then it goes into this whole thing about how she was like really horribly abused by her mother and would keep the both of them locked up her and her little brother locked in a closet and then there's like a spooky fridge and the fridge is making weird noises and the fridge in the house says oh don't open it and i'm like this is just trying to be the spooky fridge from pt a kojima game yeah yeah the spooky fridge that drops down in pt and then you find out that the the little brother died in the closet and the mum just put the body in the fridge for like days until Anita went to the police and then the police came and arrested her right. mum. There is zero reason. Like literally the game goes from going, oh, social media is bad because there's this whole thing where Anita's looking at her phone and she's really sad mm-hmm. that Maya's got more likes. So the game's first like, oh, social media is bad. And then very quickly it goes, oh no, bullying's bad because Anita's getting really, uh, Maya's getting really badly bullied at school. And it's like, oh no, parental abuse is bad. And it's like, the game doesn't know what to talk about the game doesn't Mm. know what it is trying to have a discussion about because Mm. it's just so messy and so muddled and then right at the end anita gets to the top of the building and she's like she calls amelia and she's oh i'm so sorry like i'm the one who made maya like kill herself and then she goes to jump off she goes to kill herself again and then she gets a text from me and going, oh, hey, we should go shopping. So it's trying to do the whole yeah, like, this oh, just sounds like- <laughs> because and at the end of like every act, when Maya has killed herself, it pops mm. up going, oh, if you're struggling, you should you should speak to someone. Here's all the suicide hotline numbers, which is like really gross. Yeah, because um, the whole thing feels very exploitative. Like, the yeah, of yeah. Which is, you know. It- it well, is. it sounds like a game. It sounds like a game that's trying to take inspiration from PT and not 
you know, we've we've spoken about shit like this before, but where it's, you know, someone that's looking at something that's successful and much loved and saying, right, well, that does that. I'll, we'll do that. Yeah. You go, no, but you're mm. missing the point of mm. it. Like, you, you, you're mm. doing what that's doing, mm. but you're not getting it right. Ah, oh, no, that's, that's well, you know, that, that's what it is. And then also touching on very, very sensitive yeah. subjects. Mm. Yeah. But without without the uh, without the understanding of what mm. you're mm. you're portraying in your game like mm. that is fucking dangerous yeah, like it's, uh, 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 it's 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 genuinely disgusting in parts mm-hmm. at how cuz it's like you know if you want to do like the whole idea of you know a a bully who you know maybe causes someone to kill like that that is a in, that could be an interesting Silent Hill protagonist. Because, you know, right. Silent Hill 2, mm-hmm. the protagonist, um, it's going to be spoilers, but the game's like 30 years old. So, <laughs> you know, James is in... Like, Silent Hill is a projection of sometimes your guilt, sometimes other things. But in Silent Hill 2, it is a projection of James's guilt over killing his wife who was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. So that kind of conflict and guilt and stuff and how Silent Hill portrays that to the the player character is interesting. And so the idea of like, oh, okay, maybe this girl was a bully or, you know, did something to um to make, you know, someone kill themselves, that could be an interesting story. But one, I am absolutely fucking sick to death of stories about teen girls' mental health through suicide, through bullying, uh, sorry, through like social media, through bullying. Why does it always have to go to suicide and self-harm? Mm. You can you can talk about these things and you can talk about these effects on young girls without constantly going to suicide and self-harm. Like, just look mm. at any of the discussions around 13 Reasons Why. Like, it does not need to be done. Um, Mm -hmm. and, but then, but then, yeah, then it adds in the whole thing about her, about, yeah, you know, oh, it's like all the really gross side story about her mum that comes in Mm. out of nowhere and then disappears completely. So it's like that, none of that needs to be in it. The whole dead baby in the fridge did not need to be in there at all. Uh, It just seems, it just seems like it just fumbles everything it's trying to do, doesn't it? And and ultimately, and like, and to be, to, to use this stuff as like a marketing campaign, which is what this is. It's a free to play thing that is, is supposed to be uh, a marketing uh, ploy for the new Silent Hill game. I I don't know. Mm. It's, uh, it it, it seems rough. I mean, I, I, it sounds like you should avoid it. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did have to check because, you know, James, you mentioned about, the medium and isn't it at the end of the medium you're essentially made to feel sorry for a pedophile child killer right it's, or like yeah, child abuser but, but also it's this i think for what i i mm, i don't want to because i can't remember exactly what the thing is and i don't want to yeah. get this right, right, right. Yeah, 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 my, don't, my don't understanding was that basically the medium's message is like if you're a, you're an abuse survivor, you're sort of doomed to yeah, repeat the that, cycle. That's, that's I think it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. So uh, and also it, do bad things as well. Yeah. The, the thing mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like well, at, this at is... the end of like this Silent Hill. Obviously, you know, you're. It's like she gets. She's about to kill herself again, and then she gets the text, and like the fog. The sun comes out. Literally, the sun comes out, and all the fog rolls away, and she's back in the real world. 
and she's like crying. It's like, okay, so we're obviously meant to feel like sorry for her, but she did literally drive a girl to kill herself. Like that still happened. She still did that. And from what you told me, it doesn't sound like that's like been processed in any particular way. No, it absolutely hasn't. It's kind of this throwaway twist. I mean, that's the ultimate theme, isn't it? It's Mm -hmm. a game that seems to drop everything that it does. And when you when you drop things like horror and stuff like that, you can go, oh, that's bad. But when you're dropping social problems, Mm -hmm. uh, then there's actually implications to that, and that makes it makes the game a little bit more. It's also uh, harder to just sort of brush off. You know, it's also not scary in the slightest. No, it's not. Yeah, James is saying. It's not scary. It's poorly designed as well. And it's yeah, so it's... badly written as well. Yeah. Some of the dialogue, well, some of the lines of dialogue. See, there's, one, that... there's one bit where the girl's getting all these people, all the like bullies are shouting at her, and it's like this audio bit of like all these different like things, like slut, ugly, blah, yeah. all these insults. One of the insults that's thrown at her is shut your whore mouth, which mm. just made me think oh. of Anchorman. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, okay. Well, from a from a poorly written uh, from a poorly written game, can we go to a, a very well written game? Can we talk about Baldur's Gate Three, James? You finished it now. Have I you? did. Yeah. I finished it over the weekend, and nice. um, I mean, it took me. I think it was just over eighty hours, or maybe near to ninety. I can't remember. And I understand that this is a short playthrough, as everyone keeps telling <laughs> me like, all the time. But I don't care <laughs> because I I enjoyed the time I had with this, and I did I did all the mm. companion quests for the people I cared about, and mm. really who enjoyed was? that. You've got you've got to say who it was. I mean, my team was like I mean, it was like Shadowheart, Gale, and um, I was called uh, Asteron, which was the yeah, they, mm-hmm. those are the they're the ones that I cared about, and they're the ones that I mostly enjoyed the story for. The others I didn't really care that much for, mm-hmm. and I'm, I know that no, right. it's, it's it's a weird one because I can so I I sort of see both sides of this because I can understand if someone spent fucking 150 hours in this and they see that you finished it in 80, mm. obviously they're thinking like, oh well, shit, like James has missed out on like all these things that I thought were really cool. But then equally, I look at it as like I've put I think I'm like 90 hours in. I'm in the third act, but I still haven't finished it. And I, there's a genuine risk that I may not because I've moved on to other things now. Like, I'll, I'll go back at some point. But basically my point is, if I'd played it the way you had, maybe I'd have just finished it by now and then boxed it off and then wouldn't have to like, have this sort of hanging I, over me. I got to so, the point where I felt happy to have closure with some of these characters yeah. and, and yeah, of the story sure. as well. And mm. I mean, I did I did do a lot of like side missions, particularly in Act 1 and Act 2. I did lots mm. of side stuff in that. But honestly, mm. by the time I got to Act 3, I found the city quite overwhelming because it's mm. massive and there's so much yeah, going on in that city and mm. i can also see why you know like how this it took a while for this to come out on xbox because of the whole series s thing and i can, mm. I can right. kind of see why because i mean you get to the city and i, I was playing on ps5 and it was chugging quite badly I, in places. i mm. I, yeah. I had a lot of um like performance issues on ps5 mm. like mm. at launch on ps5 um mm. like entire fights with no audio really yeah, yeah quite a few crashes real bra- real bad frame rates so yeah still mm-hmm. played it still put 90 hours in and completed it so mm-hmm. but it's i mean <laughs> you said that so proud of yourself yeah you? it's, 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 it is amazing i love that game yeah. so much but that was the thing like by the time i got to the city and there was so much to do and i just 
felt kind of exhausted with it because I just mm. was like, there's mm-hmm. so much here. Like, this could be... Like, you get to this and you're like, this could be another game. Like, this whole, just this mm. section. You know, it's it's just, like, incredible. And I get that for a lot of people, they'd be like, that's amazing. You know, I just want to keep in this world, keep doing all this stuff. But for me, I just felt like I feel done Like by this point. I feel I feel like I've, I've enjoyed what I've played of this. The writing is fantastic. I've become very attached to a lot of these characters and I want to see how their story ends, you know, by this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it was great. It's a, it's really, really good. But I, as I said, but I did get to the point where I felt, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done by this point. But I like the way that it does give you the option of doing that. Of being just sort of like you can you can really play this in any way that you want, and I mean I've I've got a colleague that's playing this at work at the moment, and he's he's like playing it as like a bard, and he's just put everything into charisma, and so everything <laughs> is just about like conversations, and he's mm-hmm. had such massively different outcomes to the, that I've had, you know, to the whole thing. And uh, I was going to say, was there so you know since you've speed run the game, miss. <laughs> presumably missed loads of stuff so as you were getting to the ending was there a hint of like ah well you haven't done like xyz and that's given you a disadvantage or anything or was it not really no i mean you get to one point where it's obviously it does the whole yeah if you go through here you're not getting you're not coming back from this yeah and but apart from that not really i didn't Mm -hmm. i mean i hit the level cap and i i was satisfied that i was doing enough damage you know by that point Mm -hmm. to be able to take Mm -hmm. it on and um yeah i think I think I think what Baldur's Gate does really well is it it doesn't always make it obvious what you're missing. So mm. in my playthrough, um, towards the end of Act One, when you need to go to like the cursed area, mm. I went through the Underdark yeah. and just went straight yeah. to the cursed area, and then went through all of that. I didn't touch the Githyanki Crash or the Mountain mm-hmm. Pass at all. I mean, okay, yeah, you've constantly got Lazel telling you to go there, but yeah, I didn't touch any of that. It's it's quite telling, isn't it? There's there seems to be a whole industry around people just putting clips of Baldur's Gate three on YouTube, which is just here's what happens if you go here and choose this option, mm. and because the, it it gets me every time because I'm if it's something that I'm you know if it's from like Act one or two and I know I've gone past that bit, I'll always be like. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll spend 30 seconds just seeing how that plays out because mm-hmm. I'm never going to see it otherwise, probably, because I'm not going to have time for another playthrough. Yeah. But, that, right. but that's, that's what's so brilliant about this because you really have like a unique experience as you're going through mm-hmm. it and, yeah. you know, t- you know, to a, a degree. And that's why I don't feel, I didn't feel the need to just be like, I need to do all of this, you know, because mm-hmm. I thought you're not going to be able to unless you're spending yeah. about 300 hours I mean, or whatever on it. There's, mm-hmm. there's also, there's also um, the way as well that like, if you if you do certain things, that will block you off of doing other things in mm. that playthrough. Even something right. as small as like killing an NPC, mm-hmm. that can then mm-hmm. potentially block you off of. Because like in like the the troll goblin camp at the beginning, I just went and killed Minthara when yeah, she's <laughs> potentially recruitable like yeah i had no idea she can be a companion no i, like, I just ah, went i just went and killed her i was told yeah, she yeah. was a baddie so i just went and killed her like there's yeah. yeah like there's so much to that game it is mm-hmm. is mind-blowing mm-hmm. just how much there is yeah but yeah i had a good time and i was but i felt done you know by this point mm-hmm. so it's cool no that's fair Alan Wake 2 next. 
That's what I'm doing. Yeah, they've taken the jumps. Well, there's an option to take the jumps jump scares out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can reduce them in the options. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Which um, I, know, I mean, you're probably fine, but I'm no, I, I will that, be yeah. turning yeah. that option on. Yeah, <laughs> I might. I might actually play it now. You can take those <laughs> out because yeah. <clears throat> you're right, Dave. You're muted. Oh wow! Uh, You've done a James. What a show! A James what Farley. a show! <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're, we're talking about too much fantasy stuff for him. Yeah, he's tuned up. Yeah, <laughs> James, uh, Sean, what games have you got? I was going to say. I mean, I mean, I'm happy to skip mine because we're getting on, and mine are like Steam Next Fest demos. So I, maybe I can just skip it and do a bit okay, on them cool. next week. Well, I'll be I'll be very gr- brief with mine anyway because um, uh, carrying on with Prince of Persia, James. That that fucking the 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 pirate area. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely incredible. That's what I said. That was the bit when when I said there's a bit in this that looks like stunning and like incredible and like you know great. And that was the bit I was talking about. I can't quite get over how cool of an yeah. idea it was and how good the execution yeah. was. Like to go from like the bit where you do the thing and then it changes. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh man, that game is really good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think if I've got one problem with it this week, it's that there are so many areas where it's like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be going. No, this is an intentionally really hard platforming bit mm-hmm. where with very little reward once you do <laughs> the it. The funniest bit like, with that is because you said like so David, like you sent me like a clip of the of a yeah. bit that he was trying to do, and I was like that's the exact bit that I sacked doing that off. Because I was just like... Cause it's, <laughs> yeah, it's but ridiculous. I thought it was the way I was supposed to be yeah. going. Like, that's what annoys me. I had to look up how to get to the area mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to be going to next. Um, yeah, I've never really liked that with, with uh, Metroidvanias at the first... I'm playing the guided mode, but all the guided mode is, is like, you need to be here somewhere. Mm. But So I thought I had to go through one area mm. and then go up... But it turns out that right at the top of that area, there's a really challenging platforming section mm-hmm. that's really fucking hard, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, and and th- I thought once you get to the top of that, that's where you're supposed to go. It's not. You have to go right round another way and then through there. And I was just like, fuck's sake, what a wasted time. I was playing it on a train and I honestly had to just put it away because I was like, I'm getting too angry to be on a train playing this shit. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a shame. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really, really good game. I'm in the bits now that people are going, like the fucking boss fights are so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's just really fun to play. I've just done, you know, the next bit is like, do these four or five bits. And then you go up. Well, so I've done the four or five bits now, oh, and I'm okay. going to the place. Is that right near yeah, the end? You're, you're quite close to the end. It feels like yeah. it's right near but the that, end. That old section's great, though, with those four bits, I thought. Like, you get new ability yeah, oh, you God, know, to yeah. like, go around and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Each new ability, all that sort of stuff is is really good. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm loving it. I will finish that game. Uh, and just more Battlefield. Still really enjoying Battlefield at the moment. So, um, yeah, still playing that. Very good game. Uh, Sarah, you have one more. Um, yeah. Well, so I put this because I didn't realise how much I was... Because I put down Silent Hill and this before I sat down to play Silent Hill because I knew it was only going to be a couple of hours and then I didn't realise how much I was going to hate it. 
<laughs> and also I realized that every time I've been on here, I've only ever talked about games that I really like. So I was like, I'm actually really looking forward to just absolutely shit on something bad. <laughs> um, I haven't, I, you should, like, my, my notes app is like that on Silent Hill. It, oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got really back into Magic the Gathering, which I know isn't a computer mm. game, right, okay. but I figured. I think you're just picking things to piss me off. No, but I figured. <laughs> If you guys can have a game up. that came out in 2020 go into your 2023 game of the year show, I'm right, allowed right. to mention a card a game. A card game from 1993. <laughs> yeah, but it's arguably bigger now than it yeah. has been in a very, very long time. But yeah, I... Hey, I James, do you remember when uh, Gascoigne flicked that ball over the bloke's head and then fucking banged it in the back yes, of the I net? Do. Yeah, yeah. This game came out three years before that. <laughs> 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 Fuck it out. Yeah, but so I'm not, you pushing Yeah, it? but I'm not putting it into the game of the year though. Um but Well yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've just <laughs> Matt, Matt might not recover from his injury, so you might even have to draft you in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just got I've just got really into it because there's there's a uh, Wizards of the Coast has this thing called spell table, which is basically you will turn your webcams on and point your webcams down at your desk so that you can play magic remotely. So oh, okay. Me and Gar- like a couple of um, mine and Gareth's friends are also really, really into it. So we've been playing a lot of uh, one of the game modes, which is called Commander. We've been playing an absolute ton of that. And I realized how much I like opening packs of cards. <laughs> it is weirdly addictive, isn't it? Yeah, it hits. It it's hits, so addicting. It hits, so that, addicting. it hits that dopamine center like... <laughs> <laughs> right in there um what cards did you collect like when you were a kid magic the gathering <laughs> was it yeah you I, that's, that's did the you thing. not I, do the simpsons cards uh, or, uh i collected i had magic the gathering i had pokemon i had the pokemon tops trading cards i also remembered the other day about do you remember in tetley t you used to get the jurassic park coins i do remember those yeah mm-hmm. i had yes. them i I collect. I like to collect things when I was a kid. So I just had loads of like yeah. puppy in my pocket and all mm. sorts. Um, but puppy in my pocket. I remember puppy in my pocket. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Ma- Magic yeah. the Gathering is just like tapping right into that, as well as you know the whole you know competitive card game sort of side of it. Um, so yeah, I've just got really, really, really big back into that, and it's been a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, I. I, I've been going down a nostalgia trip. Right? I want to know if anyone else was into this. What was the guy's name? Uh, these books. I th- I think I might have mentioned this back in the Joypod thing, but I haven't thought about it for ages. Yeah, you know, I think I'm just at that age now where I just think about things. Are you that... going to talk about choose your own adventure? No, <laughs> but sort of. There was these puzzle adventure books called Agent Arthur's Puzzle Adventures. <laughs> And what was the ones that I remember having? Agent Arthur Jungle Journey, Search for the Sunken City, and Arctic Adventure. I remember those three specifically. If anyone is an Agent Arthur fan, could you please get in touch? Because it's all I've thought about all week. <laughs> I mean, I, if I remember correctly, they were shit. But but at the same time, I fucking loved them so much. It was like, oh, do you want to go left or right? But But it wasn't like turn to page X. It was like... Page X. Oh, right. That's a place. Where, yeah. Um, right, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm a bit, I remember. This, I was just having a real nostalgia kick this, this week. And uh, so I remember the Sonic 
the Hedgehog uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books. Mm. I bet you had them, James, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. Know. Uh, should we, oh, should we move can on we to the questions? Can we do one on stream? I was going to say, stream, <laughs> yeah. surely this is a stream. <laughs> can, we do, can we do one of those on stream, James? Yeah, sure. Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure, Choose Your Own Adventure. All right. okay. <laughs> oh, come on. That'd be well good. Oh, you're saying yes. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but the thing with James is because it's so, it's so little enthusiasm. Yeah. It sounds like I was saying no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, James. Or Sean. Oh, Sean could do it, can't yeah. he? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like James Farley now. So to, so to do some questions. At least, at least. Metal City Mayhem by James Wallace. <laughs> at least, there we go, James. At least Matt will be happy about the length. That's true. It'll be buzzing. Um, <laughs> don't we do questions, Dave? Yes, please. If you want to send us a question, go to dear. No, don't do that. Go to tcgs.com. <laughs> oh, the show's broken for, down. Go the to dearTCGS.com. Uh, no, go to tcgs.co forward slash dearTCGS. Dean says, Hey, fuckers, hope you're doing well. Uh, when I look back on paternity leave from when my firstborn arrived, there's certain songs and video game soundtracks that bring back floods of overwhelming memories and emotions. All positive, liar. Um, <laughs> I hope it's going to be a sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be a dad again soon with four weeks paternity leave coming up. What game Whoa. should I look to slot into my life during this period in an attempt to produce a purposely created nostalgia talisman for future use when I want to reminisce? Uh, I have access to Switch, PS5 and Series X, so feel free to go wild with suggestions. While we're at it, are there any video games from your past that you think will still be making your saggy balls tingle? <laughs> yeah. uh, saggy balls tingle with sickening levels of nostalgia <laughs> when you're old and grey. Lots of love, Dean. Uh, thanks for that, Dean. That's maybe frapping my mouth. Yeah, nothing <laughs> that I, that. Cheers. I said, it's just such a shit answer, but it's probably cyberpunk because there's fucking loads of it and you could get lost in that world for hours. But then you're going to listen to that cyberpunk soundtrack and be like, oh, I remember when my kid was born. But <laughs> 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 that's the point. You're never going to listen to that cyberpunk <laughs> fucking I, soundtrack again, are you? I feel, I feel like as well. So like when you look back at like 360 era... That was kind of the, what was kind of emblematic of that era was the very kind of grey brown shooters. Mm. PS2 was a lot of like, you know, brightly coloured like character platformers. I don't know what, I don't know what one thing it is that we'll associate with like this generation. Yeah, what's the, what's the, what's the look? What's yeah. What's the, the vibe this generation? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's always impossible to sort of pin that down when you're in it, yeah. right? Like yeah. Give it five years and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is in the generation when this happened. Or what, yeah. No, it's yeah. weird. I would say, so what games, what game did you play when Isaac was a baby? Um, God, I don't know what if I played many. I watched a shitload of Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, that would be your thing. Yeah, then. yeah, so, yeah. Because with, with Harry, it was... Dark Souls, mm -hmm. which is insane considering <laughs> what that game is and the, how it works and everything. Mm -hmm. And then with Charlie, it was uh, it was uh, Tetris Effect. Mm -hmm. That's where I just played that all the time because it used to make him fall asleep. So he used to like sleep on my lap or whatever while I was sitting there. It's just uh, was it uh, the fire party that, that <laughs> he used to send him asleep, which might actually. Explain a few things. What was yours, James? With your kids? Uh, probably, I think for Rachel, it was it was Mass Effect Three, and also ah, oh, also that Miles Edgeworth investigates as well on the on the DS. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. always a bit random, aren't yeah. they? They're <laughs> always a bit like Miles Edgeworth. <laughs> yeah. That game was 
bad yeah, as well. It wasn't one of the best ones at all. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was, no, it was no. pretty bad, but yeah. Uh, anyway, I would say Cyberpunk because they're not old enough to know what's going on and the screen is horrific mm-hmm. and also you could get lost in it forever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ultros is out next week and they've released a couple of snippets. I mean, I already knew it looked incredible because I've seen trailers and stuff. Um, yeah, they've released a few bits of the soundtrack and it's fucking stunning. So if you want a good soundtrack to associate with paternity leave, maybe that, that might be I can't understand why you would want a, uh, a soundtrack to associate you with it, though. Why not? Because it's like, it, the maternity leave stuff isn't a great period, is it? I, no, the worst It's bit. better than the toddler <laughs> period, but is it's it still... Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, no, I'd, I'd never... I wouldn't go back to those first few months for anything. I'd have <laughs> the first few months over two, two yeah, ages two to four. <laughs> well, I'd actually know much sure about that. Not especially not with Rachel. I didn't. I couldn't go through that again with the just being up all night all the time. Yeah, the colic and all that yeah. sort of stuff. I dealt with that shit. I was fine with that. Mm. It's two to four, two to four. Just ah, oh, I can't handle that period <laughs> at all. I can't handle that period. I ain't about that life. Next. MD Krabuffs says, This lovable character is a promotional powerhouse who appears on a ridiculous amount of merchandise, loved and respected by the young and old. Who exactly, also, who or what exactly is the TCGS mascot? You can't say James. Ah, oh, that's a shame. What would we, would we have a mascot? The Mini Chief. Oh, of course. It's got to be the Mini Chief. <laughs> say the Mini Chief. Hello. <laughs> Back again. You just put him in your top pocket and he just says little platitudes yeah. and. Yeah, it <laughs> nibbles down on a on a mini cheddar like it. Oh, look at the size of it! Also, it moves at a lower frame rate, I think, as well. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You've ruined that one for us, James. Ah, <laughs> oh, the mini chief. He's not had much to do, has he, for a while? The mini console phase has sort of uh, gone that's quiet. True, Although yeah. the retro consoles are still coming out, the mini retro consoles. Yeah, that's true. Uh, people are loving those. Mm. So uh, that's still happening, but yeah... I want Nintendo to release their N64 this year. That'd be class. That'd be class. Bifton says, Dear TCGS, during your last pod, you brought up Celeste, one of my favourite games ever, and it made me wonder if there was a sequel in the works. On Googling, I came across a fan-made collaborative mod called Strawberry Jam. I'm not a big PC player, but given that I got Celeste for free on the Epic Store, I thought I'd check it out. I've been left stunned. Five huge hub worlds based on difficulty of about 20 levels each, detailed tutorial gyms teaching advanced mechanics, over nine hours of original soundtrack, all worked on by over 350 people. I've loved almost every minute of this so far, possibly even more than the original game, although I'll never beat the harder lobbies. And I just can't wow. believe so many people spent two years of their lives putting this together just for the love of the game and the community. Are there any fan-made games or mods that you have played that have equaled or surpassed the original titles? P.S. Check out the paint level of Celeste, uh, Celeste Strawberry Jam if you want an idea of the love and affection that has gone into this project. Love to you all, Bifton. So I saw this because cool. this was part of um, games, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick this year. So I watched the speedrun of it, and I mean, it looked way too intense for me. But I, yeah, but I gather there are, there are easier bits. Um, like if you're not absolutely unbelievably good at Celeste, but I mean, yeah, it looks like more Celeste. There was no hint of like, oh, well, you can t- you can tell the fans have cobbled this together. Like it looked amazing. I I don't think I've ever played a mod or a fan made thing that is as good as the original. I mean, like that is a huge thing to ask. I mean, not I played a little bit of it, but it's got to be League of Legends. 
League of, oh, really? League of Legends. Right. Oh, because that started out as a... A Warcraft 3 mod. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, that well, is, arg- that, arguably yeah. that then, yeah, that was the mod for Warcraft 3 was Defense of the Ancients, oh, that was the which yeah, yeah. became League of Legends. Mm. And then a bunch of the people who made the original ones went and did Dota 2 for yeah. Valve. So arguably two of the biggest esports games in the world mm-hmm. are mods for Warcraft 3. Yeah, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is crazy. And then I suppose, didn't PUBG... Mm. D- no, it wasn't. That was like, the other PUBG day's Eve mod. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Daisy was a mod of Armour Armor 2. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, maybe PUBG. Yeah, maybe, but actually that's probably yeah. the answer, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, also, I, suppose, also, I guess, not, re- not really fan-made or a mod, but, I mean, Fortnite was the... Yeah. For- Fortnite was, Fortnite, the, was, was a... Fortnite Battle Royale, and it was a side mode for what was the yeah, original Fortnite. it was Fortnite. like a base-building horde... What's going on with that game? Because I I don't understand what's going on with that game because uh, Harry is now playing it Mm -hmm. for the first time. And he, I was watching him play today and his team got like a a victory royale by seemingly doing nothing. (laughs) And, and then, well, he had like three or four kills or whatever, Mm -hmm. but like the, the ending of it, Nothing seemed to happen, and it just come up victory or Yeah, and then and he went yes. And I went oh, I thought you'd be more excited. You've only been playing it for a week. He went yeah, that's my fourth one. <laughs> I mean, when is he not still against bots? Then? Yeah, well, I assume so. But like, but even against bots, you're thinking this is mm. really is it that easy to get it, a victory royale now? When when you're like early into it, yeah. It can it right. can be relatively if you're getting and then it ramps it up. Yeah, because you're slowly as you as you perform better, you will be match right. made against better and better people. So it could be as well that maybe all the bots died, and then because the other players <laughs> are relatively new to the game, then yeah, they got wiped out by like the storm or something. So mad! It, it, it's so weird that guy. Like the whole appeal of a battle royale game is that when when it, they first come out, it's like no, there's a hundred players here, yeah. and like seriously, it's more about survival than going out and killing everyone. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I've had uh, I've had I've had games that I've won, and yeah, when it is for for me, when it is that kind of anticlimactic win, you're like, oh, okay, cool, but whatever. Um, but you know, I guess if you're a kid like you're gonna you're gonna get excited by a right. win regardless right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and especially if he's like super new to it and haven't hasn't had one of those like super intense close finishes then yeah, yeah wait no, wait no, until no, he gets wait until no, he gets no, one of them he's, 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 he's rubbish he's rubbish fuck him actually yeah he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's, he's trying to be nice no 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 fuck him he's a little he don't deserve it I was trying to say that really nicely and carefully I didn't want to yeah, he hasn't fucking heard any of that shit. Uh, right. Uh, next question. One more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santa Banter says, oh, yeah. Evening, guys. I'm currently on a gaming drought and haven't got into anything since the new year, bouncing from game to game. What games have got you out of a gaming rot over the years? Maybe I'll take some inspiration. Fingers crossed. Take care, Santa Banter. Man, there's nothing worse, is there? There's nothing worse than being in a gaming rut. I've been there. I'm kind of in it at the moment. Yeah, I've, I, I realise that I'm like way sort of negative about games that maybe I shouldn't be. Uh, 
it for me, it's usually an indie game mm-hmm. that I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'll play the new indie game, and it's something that feels so different that it kind of resets you a little bit. Mm. Vampire Survivors, mm. you know, uh, um, last year definitely. Um, Arcade Paradise sort of gave me mm. a boot up the arse and went, no, games are fucking really good and you should play them. Uh, so, yeah, we've all been there and there's nothing worse. I don't know what to suggest, though, because it really is the one that you're least likely to expect mm. or mm. the one that you've just randomly stuck on and then all of a sudden it gets you and then... It was yeah. it was obsessed, Wolfenstein yeah. 2 for me when I finished that really? the other week and, like, yeah, I've been playing games loads more since. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm just waiting for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, apart from bloody Silent Hill today, I've not really played anything other than little bits of Hearthstone since mm-hmm. early December. I was like super, super, oh, wow. super unwell with the flu. Mm-hmm. And all I could do was just lay on the sofa. And the only game that didn't make all the headache worse mm. was power wash sim so for four <laughs> days solid i just laid on the sofa listening to old episodes of a podcast oh. playing power wash sim so fucking which ones did you do all of them well like the whole <laughs> the whole the whole story mode mm. and the oh, and, right out to the pyramid yeah and the final fantasy 7 ones ah uh, so good yeah Forget it, that game is just, I just, if they released a new fucking level every but, week, I'd buy it. But the thing is, though, is like, I was maybe three quarters of the way of the way through the game when I started to feel much, much, much better. Mm-hmm. But I was still like, no, I need to finish it. I need to yeah. finish Power Watch And I'm even sat there like, especially when you get onto things like that fucking pyramid. And I'm like, why am I still doing this? Yeah. It is so yeah. big. There is so much to do. That pyramid is nothing compared to the special levels yeah, that are available in the base game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, the, I didn't, it's I didn't touch them. ridiculous. Some of them are stu- The fucking, the, the, uh, what is it, the satellite dish thing. You're just like, this is just fucking massive. That's all this is. <laughs> it's not interesting to clean. It's mm. not fun. No. This is just huge. Okay, I'll do it then. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I had to finish the story mode. And then I was like, cool, I am done. And I haven't been back on it since. Not the you'll yeah. Someone will make it do it again. Probably and then you're gone. Yeah, and then I'll and then I'll work through. That's a future DLC. I'm not. Too, it'll be the Warhammer DLC, I think. Oh, yeah. oh is it? Yeah, it'll be the Warhammer DLC. Only fools and horses DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I I checked in with the VR version again uh, about a week ago. Still awful. Um, such a shame. Really, like, performance is still bad. Doesn't look great. Um, none of the DLC is available for it. It's just the base campaign. That's it. Just, Have you seen uh, Games Done Quick do uh, Power? No, Did they? It's awful. Hate it. Oh. Really? Why? I think it it was either them or it was a speed run or something. But it was just loads of them. There was like there was like four of them in a level. Oh. Like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> like it's supposed to be one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that'll be another category. There was no interesting techniques either. It was just like, I was like, oh. I was hoping like if you if you spray here at the right time, mm. the the water physics spray across this whole thing, and you could do this whole like wall like the, you know obviously all glitches and stuff. Mm. You didn't get any of that bit. Uh, right? Is that it? That is it. 
then uh, James, it's time for the socials. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't re- you didn't remember it, you? When no, I didn't remember it was me. No, um, never remember. Okay, so... No, to okay. be fair to James, I forgot. No, okay. no. All right, because James, right, I'll explain to listeners what's happened. We're looking at a Google Doc of information, and James went so because he just read he was about to read special guest next week is Sarah Dyer. That's what he was about to read, and he went so. I mean, you never know, we'll see what condition Matt's in. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, come on, pro- probably Matt's back next week, which is nice. He can, he can, you don't, you don't need your rest to podcast. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> next on Thursday, Sean, are you streaming something? Yeah, I'm going to stream more RimWorld. Excellent. Um, because last week uh, I created all of us in RimWorld, and we had a little colony on an alien planet. And uh, after about 90 minutes, we all got killed by ancient robots. Um, okay. So going to have another crack at it. Maybe see if we can do a little bit better this week. You created me in RimWorld. Yes. Okay. I got to see that. Yeah, you should. It's good. You were a child oh, star. On I am a child star, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lid. Yeah, Friday I'm Back gonna <laughs> Okay. Friday I'm gonna stream Dark Souls three. Um okay, TCGS Co is a website that we have and you can find oh, out everything God. else on there. Just have a look at that. Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but we look we say the same <laughs> stuff every week. Everybody knows by because this stage. people No they don't. Yeah. Some they people do. are new. I mean, they know we we've got. Getting... They know we've got a Patreon. David's I mean, already talked if, about it. If they're, if they're, <laughs> if they're as engaged with the podcast as you would hope, they will be able to go to the website and then follow you on everything. Yeah, yeah. but who goes to the website anymore? Well, then, they'll, well, then, they'll, well, then, then they'll just go onto Twitter and type in TCGS, and then they'll find yeah. you that way. That's Our true. website is poor. <laughs> we, we'll work on that. Uh, we have been talking about that in the background, but it does. Have it's we just hard paid to for another year on mobile? It? It's no, we've paid for the hosting. Okay, we've not paid for. We, oh, we okay. should be okay. okay that was fucking going up as well, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, Jesus, yeah. that's coming out of the margins. Yeah. <laughs> what, what isn't? <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for coming on again oh, this week. Thank it's you for been uh, me. great to have you on. And mm. also, like I mentioned when, when I heard you were coming on, it's been ages since we've been on a podcast together. I was starting yeah. to get offended. Um, and, I mean, it's, uh, not, it's, not, it's not my choice when I decide <laughs> no, to. I get, I get you should just and... show up whether we ask you or not. I mean, if you have the, if you have the same thing for how you do it every time, then yeah, then I'll just, maybe sometimes I'll just show up. Be yeah, like, I mean, right? you've got the URL now. <laughs> yeah. We're so, going to have to change that yeah, URL. Yeah, I was, I was, I was uh, trying to be vague as to how things work behind the scenes just in case, but you know. I'll put a, pa- I'll put a pa- password on it, but the password would be like, Sarah is cool. <laughs> don't plug anything sarah i don't really have anything to plug you can find me on right. you can find me on twitter at pika pies p-i-k-a-p-i-e-s if you want to blue sky what is it on blue sky it'll be pika pies and then i don't know how the rest of blue <laughs> sky works i made a, i made a blue sky account and i don't use it because everyone's still on the vast majority of people that I speak to are still on Twitter. I know, it's oh. awful, isn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is. No one will move. Lot of <laughs> no, I've got, I've, got, I've got threads as well. And every now and again, I'll go and check that because it will give me a notification that someone I follow on Instagram has yeah, posted no, something on threads. Yeah. And then I'll see posts by other people and I'll be like, oh, this place is fucking awful. The thing that really annoys me is like, yeah, I'll, I'll get an Instagram notification. I'm like, oh, what's this? And they'd be like, someone's posted something on threads. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't, yeah, care. I don't care. Thank you so much for living it, everyone. We will see you next week uh, and take it easy. Goodbye, everybody. Ta-ra. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.